What's up, ladies and gents? My name is Deeg. We're here basement side with Aflick, the um, undisputed anchor god of Planet Side 2. Welcome, Aflick. <laughs> Introduce yourself to the fine folks. I'm just a Planet Side 2 player that's been playing for too long. Um, not much of an introduction, just like games, I like hanging out, like talking to people. This whole podcast, YouTube, streaming, new world, and it's just exciting and fun to, to interact with the community. Yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, it's unique. It's different. So for for me, I haven't really got into it until recently. I mean, I've been streaming for a little bit, but what have you been up to recently? What's changed? Uh, I have a thirteen month old. Um, we got home. Yeah. COVID. Um, I think there's one other thing in there, but those things have kind of like tied me down a little bit more to be a little, you know, like I'm not. I can't just go out to the bar every every night if I want to, you know, type Word. of thing. So. Um, and then obviously I, mean, I have things like a work and whatnot, um, you know, career, I guess, um, in addition to that. So it, it slowed my life down considerably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And does that have you engaging more or less with games and streaming? For a while, like I, like, I literally, like I have a, I mean, I have a nice PC. Like I wasn't even like touching it besides mm -hmm. for maybe like work or like YouTube videos. Um, and then, like I said, things slowed down, house, kid, job, um, I kind of picked it back up to supplement that. Like I'm not going out, like I said, every like three times a week or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. And I wanted to, I like people. I like interacting with people. That's why I started streaming. Mm -hmm. um, and like, that's where I get my energy from. That's how I relax. That's how I engage. That's things that like things that I want to do is with other people. Um, and so that was a good supplement um, to some of those restrictions, especially when things started shutting down. And I was like, okay, what can we do? Um, Mm -hmm. It's almost like a way of getting away when we couldn't even like go somewhere as a family or something. So, right. So, did you stream before the pandemic? Yeah, I did, and I took a couple of breaks. Obviously, when when my son was born, mm -hmm. um, and then just burnout. I was talking okay. about that on the stream earlier. It's just kind of like um a weird uh, like I could literally stream today and like love it and like had the best time. Like like maybe I had like a you know, PR and like viewership or subs or something like weird like that. And then yeah. the next day it's just like, I don't want to do it. <laughs> like it just comes out of nowhere. It kind of sneaks up behind you because um, that's how burnout is. I think with a lot of things um, you don't really feel it building up and then yeah, boom, you, you take a break or maybe you play a different game and you don't want to stream it or something like that. So yeah. um, I've definitely taken like nine months breaks before and mm -hmm. I'm trying to be a little bit more consistent with it. Cause it's just annoying to have that drop off and then try to rebuild and start back over. So mm -hmm. Do you feel pressure from your streaming community to to hop on the stream and keep being there for them? Uh yeah, but like not from them. Okay. If that makes sense. Like I'm just like a I'm an I don't not I'm not an extremist, but I mean like with like the anchor, right? Like I just I find something I like and then I usually overdo it. If I find something that's funny, like I'll just like in my real life I'll just say it for like a month straight. I'll uh -huh. just kill it off. <laughs> even for myself. I'm like, wow, I'm I'm actually you wear I'm it out. annoying. <laughs> yeah, and so like something like stream like i feel like which has been a pain point you know but it's like okay i need to i need to be on monday tuesday wednesday Thursday, friday saturday sunday and it's like no you don't mm -hmm. it's like calm down like that more is not always better yeah. um but but for whatever reason that's just how i feel about it like and then if someone else is doing it, i was like okay maybe i should be or if no one's streaming it's like okay you know like what, what are people gonna watch it's like uh probably not you because it's plant side so um but no i definitely have that pressure <laughs> it's just i mean with the low amount of views that we have but mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. no i definitely have that but that's just with work or whatever i do i just want to succeed or do well or mm -hmm. 
yeah, or be there for people, I guess, you know, but yeah. it's kind of like FOMO, I guess, right? Like if all my friends are going out and I'm sick or all my friends are going out and I'm stuck somewhere else or, you know, I'm busy with work or something, it's kind of like, ah, I feel the need to like be a part of it. So, and then obviously gaming is always going on. So it's like, it's a toughie. Yeah. Yeah. It's always there for you. Very true. Okay. Okay. So, um, how many kills did it take exactly for you to get that golden anchor? And maybe, t- maybe tell the story of the golden anchor, which seems like it's uh, an example of this, this, this tendency that you, you say you have to really double down on stuff. I'm going to probably, I might, we'll see. I'm probably going to go too deep with it and then I'm going to lose my train of thought. So you're going to have to like bring me back to the original question. I'll keep you on Maybe. track. Maybe I'm going to try to do this. Okay. The and story we, we have, of the golden anchor. Yes. Right. I think we have different communities. I've, I've talked about it before in my stream and whatnot and then on YouTube, but we'll, we'll yeah. revisit it. Um, number one thing is for me to continue doing something like Planetside for eight years and to not get the content that I necessarily want or like or enjoy and to get mm. content that I think is devastating or hindering or less fun to what I enjoy until I get used to it. Um, I need like other things, right. To keep me like occupied. I'm not mm. a directive guy. I find something that I like that's good. I'm going to use it. So um, that's part of the reason I set like a long-term goal, right. That I can't achieve in a month. So I'm slowly grinding towards something. Um, that being said, I don't even know how long ago it was, but Gilly, uh, I think it was BMF, Gilly BMF. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what server he was on. He played Vanu. Um, at the time, he was like one of the top farmers, one of the best players in the game. Um, and he did like everything. He would be in the max, a tank, PPA, but he was also like really good at infantry. Mm-hmm. And I think he got the first 100,000 kills maybe in the game on a weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they gave him a gold, I think it was SVA. Right, I remember I that. the weapon. Yeah. Yeah. And so once I started like looking around, I was like, nobody else really has gotten 200,000 kills. And I might like somebody maybe has, it was like a rocket pods or something like that, but like infantry sanctioned, mm-hmm. nobody else mm-hmm. had really gotten there. People were close. Maybe somebody had it with a sasser or the stats were broken on it. I couldn't remember. And I was like, sasser's a bolt. I was like, that doesn't really count either. And I was like, let me try, let me try just to, to go for it. Mm-hmm. And so another friend of mine that was actually in the game, he looks 320. We were both kind of competing for 100,000 anchor kills. Okay. And I think um, Kabai was also up there from TIW. Okay. And so the three of us were kind of like just slowly grinding for it. And then they kind of dropped off or stopped playing. Go ahead. I say it's cool to have someone to compete against. It's sad they dropped out. It it, it keeps you engaged, right? It keeps you distracted from like grind, like doing something over. It's like an MMO. Like, do you want, how many, I, I, I hate kiting mobs around and around and around that's why i don't do a lot of mmos even though plant side does feel like that sometimes it's just different yeah so anyway long story short um got to hundred thousand, and then you know everyone was kind of like oh you should ask rel for a gold anchor mm-hmm. and so like we kind of like were memeing about it and then um i think rel was kind of like eh, not gonna happen type of thing and then i was kind of thinking about i was like i think gilly got it like two three four years before me and i was like so that was special back then i was like what's so special about a hundred thousand now Mm-hmm. You know, like even like the worst players eventually going to like maybe get up to like something like that, right? Not not the worst, but you know what I'm saying? Like people are just going to slowly get up there. And so I was like, okay, I need to go for like 200,000. I need to do something that no one else has done before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, this is crazy. Cause I'm going to double what I have right now. And it took me forever to get that because I wasn't at like a, a good tier of, of play at the time, um, which I think led me to getting better at infantry in the game. Um, Long story short, though, again, um, we grinded that out for a long time, took breaks in between, but finally we hit 200,000. 
huge achievement. Um, I think I was actually streaming at that time. I was. We got nice. it. And I was like, okay, like let's hit up Rel. And it was like, I think it was like a radio silence, man. He's a tough guy to get in contact with. Um, <laughs> and then, I mean, I don't know if we just kind of spammed him with it or, or, or what. And it was kind of still like, eh, uh, you know, we don't really do that anymore. I think I, I think I DM'd him or something like that. And he's kind of like, you know, we don't have anybody working on that or we don't really do that stuff anymore. You know, and I was like, okay, that is kind of like super specific. Like for one person, we're going to do this thing. Mm-hmm. So I was like, fuck it, I'll go for 300,000, bro. We'll just grind, <laughs> we'll just grind it till we get it. Man. We'll, just, we'll just have to do something so crazy. And I got to 221,000, whatever change. And like Relic warped me on, on Emerald. I didn't even know who it was. I thought somebody was hacking. <laughs> and he's like, check your inventory or something like that. And I had, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sick. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool, man. It was pretty cool. And then I, you know, I felt it was just cool. It was just cool to have something like that in the game. Um, so that is, I guess, the story of the Golden Anchor. And then what's crazy, though, is I was – so, okay, let me back up real quick. So I think I kind of was like, let's, we'll go for 300,000. And then I was like, let me kind of also um, – because I think Mentis actually had, had already hit 200,000 on the SAR, which, okay, it's a bolt, whatever, again. Mm-hmm, so I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I wasn't the first one to have 200,000. So right. I was like, maybe if I'm the first one to 300,000, I can – and he was like 50,000, 60,000 in front of me. He had like uh-huh. 250, 260,000 kills on the weapon. I was like, I was like, maybe I like looking at his stats. Like maybe I can outpace him because I'm a better player, mm-hmm. KPM wise. And I was like, maybe I can beat him even though he's so far ahead of me. And I was like, then if I got three hundred thousand, maybe I can get a gold anchor. So I was grinding, but I was already committed to this. And once I commit to something, it's very hard for me to stop. So when I got this anchor at two hundred twenty-one thousand, I was kind of like broken. I was like, I don't know what to do. I can't bitch and complain about a gold anchor. Get a gold anchor, but I don't even want to use it because I'm already at two hundred twenty-one thousand. They not, they had said they're not going to combine the kills. They're like, no, we're not going to oh, do that. Sad. I was like, hard to do. So I think I literally yeah. got it, used it for a little bit, and then I quit. I think I went to Tarkov for like nine months. And then I came back and I grinded. I was like, I'll just get 100,000 on this. So I grinded like 56,000. And then somebody convinced me to, to use the Goss Saw. And now we're, now we're just going to go for number one Goss Saw. So. That's badass. So Rel's in the chat. He says uh, he made it because <laughs> he was bored and because you're an okay dude. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. There you go. I appreciate Thanks, that. Yo, Lex, go e- go easy on us, bro. Go easy on us, bro. <laughs> Relax, dude. Relax. Bro, be easy on us. He loves us. No, I mean Lex, bro. We gotta watch out for Lex, dude. He oh, says Lex. Don't it. Yeah, scary Lex. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So only with the thumbs, bro. I, mean, I ain't worried about him IRL. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> sorry, only sorry. on Araxis. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. Okay. So two hundred and twenty-one thousand. Then fifty six thousand, then a hundred thousand. Or sorry, you were going for a hundred thousand with the gold, with the gold anchor, and then you moved on to the saw. Uh, is this like bummed anybody out? Like, what's? I, I feel like this is like a momentous choice to to move on from the anchor. Did it feel like a big deal to you, or? Yeah, it was tough, dude. It was tough, but then like, what makes the anchor like, so dude. great? Maybe we should. I should, I should ask that first. Like, what what what's so great about the anchor? Well, a couple things is i had already grown like i was not at like a good wasn't like top 50 top 100 whatever you want to say like players when i got of hit all players right but i had already grinded that out so i was like oh well, i might as well continue then i was at 200 and then I'll, now i'm at 221 so i was like there's no reason like that's it was my brand right i have an anchor on my twitch like i'm yeah. an anchor god on my description you know a bunch of lame yeah. cringy stuff that's on my in my twitch yeah so you know i was like i'm stuck with it i was like hopefully they don't they don't nerf it because then like what am i going to do uh-huh and then obviously we're grinding for the gold anchor and like the first shot multiplier on it is scuffed and it feels very inconsistent 
Mm-hmm. And me being an idiot, and I told you before, I don't go like in depth and like test out new weapons and do all this stuff. I just find something I like and I just go go with it. And I got, uh, I was getting like really good stats. So you okay, were it wasn't like ordering your usual every time you showed up, and just yeah, w- like, weren't trying anything new. I'm like, I'm performing well with it. Yeah. So like, why would I change it? But then finally, like, they're like, you should try it. You should try it. You should try it. And maybe somebody downloaded to me or something. And so I think we used it. And I was like, I realized like I could snipe people off turrets consistently. Mm-hmm. way easier with the saw. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, the, why, it's so hard with the anchor. And the hitbox is scuffed on it, okay? It's scuffed. We know that. We uh-huh. know it's scuffed on the turret. Uh, but yes. it was way easier with the saw. I'm like, wait, this gun is 200 damage, 100 rounds. I was like, why is this? Why is it somehow easier to use this? This does, That yeah. doesn't make sense to me. Like, There yeah. should be a drawback to it. As, as a bigger has, damage model, huge bag, yeah. it should be harder to handle, right? Right. And I'm like, the anchor has shitty reload, right? But so does the gauss saw. So like, that kind of cancels out. It's obviously a little bit longer on the saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, okay, it doesn't have advanced laser sight, but it doesn't matter. Like, you can still dunk on people. You're heavy assault. Laser you're sight, ADSing so. most of the time anyway, right? Right. Well, yes and no. There's still so many. I try to put myself, when you, everyone's like, oh, if you're clipping seals, you know? Okay. Um, but I try to put myself in, 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 in difficult situations or just try to, like, uh, try to go for, you know, 3v1s or whatever. I just, and I'm always holding shift and W. I'm just always, I'm just aggressive. Got it. Yeah. And okay. so a lot of, a lot of hit fire. So you're up close to in the hip fire, which incentivizes the laser sight, but that's not on the saw, right. huh? Well, it doesn't have the advanced lasers that the anchor does. Oh, okay, yeah. It just but it still feels great. It still feels great. And I was like, okay, like I'm like everything that the anchor is good at, the saw can do, if not better. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least, at least on live, I haven't really tested it in like a tournament, competitive six v six, whatever. Okay. Um, and so I realized that like I was getting even better stats with the saw. Like I'm able to like climb quicker like towards whatever goal i want to do so i was like this will be easier to get to 100,000 kills with for mm-hmm, instance mm-hmm. um and like i was able to go on like on longer streaks with it and like stuff i couldn't do with the anchor before okay um a big map yeah, so helps for sure and that's something that i ran into when you're always holding shift w it's kind of a meme i don't always do that but i'm always pushing i feel like mm-hmm. with 50 rounds and the inconsistencies of the first shot multiplier and like missing some shots and whatnot um you know i feel like four or five streak is like a decent um, obviously you can push that beyond that if you're in a, in a good scenario but like with plant side i mean it's not like it's a 6v6 right unless you're in a you know competitive plant side um so you know you could you could be you could easily string out 10 people in a row that are coming from like a center or something right and like the anchor you'd have to reload and that reload time is so long that it didn't, didn't pan out very well but the saw is like 100 rounds you can cut through that that 10 11 people consistently maybe even more and then usually at that point like, you're in a good spot you've 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 taking out enough people to where you have a chance to reload or, or take a break or people caught up to you or something like that. So it just p- pans out way better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I can't deny the play. Go ahead. Real quick. Those of you who are watching live, we are having a little bit of ISP problems. So uh, thanks for bearing with us and sorry about that. Uh, the VOD on YouTube will look great. I sure I can comfortably assure you. But uh, yeah, sorry about that. What's going on? Is this granny? Oh, no. My bit rate is like 500. It should be like 6K. My ISP oh my has goodness, just uh, dropped me off a cliff for some reason. So, uh, you know, it, it is what it is. But yeah. Can't win them all. Exactly. Exactly. Um, that disclaimer out of the way, though. Um, okay. So, Anchor is great. Saw is great. Um, Greater, so, better. Yeah. Does this. T- <laughs> and I immediately heard you say, oh, so I'll go for 100K in this. Like, it's just like, that's the obvious conclusion that I hear you making. Are, is 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 uh? I, I feel like there aren't a lot of planet side players who would look at something like this and say, "Oh, I'll get a hundred thousand kills," or "Oh, I'll I'll 
I have this new thing. I'm going to make some self-driven goal out of it that is an insanely hard reach. What do you think it is that that drives you to to go for those goals? Uh, just a personality thing. Like, I mean, I mean, that's why I like competitive planet side. I know it's a meme. It's cringy. Some people, it's not planet side. Don't why you why you? Well, let's it talk about that. Let's talk about that. What competitive planet side? Um, when you say well, competitive well, planet me, side, go ahead. Let me let me roll back to your first question. I, that's just a personality trait. I'm just competitive in general. And I, I, yep. I used to, when I was younger, my, my dad and my brother were ultra competitive. Okay. My, my brother used to lock me outside the house, like make force me to fight him with like sticks. He's four years older. Obviously that didn't, that didn't pan out very well for me. Um, so I wasn't like super competitive early on. Boys. And as I've gotten older, I've just got, yeah, I've gotten more and more competitive, almost like a fault where I'm like aware of it now. I'm like, Ugh, I need to tone it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I, like I said, when I was working at FedEx, um, when I was in college, just part time, just to have cash, um, you know, like sorting boxes. I was like, okay, like I'm just gonna be the best person that sorts boxes, and I want to like keep up in my numbers here. Like I don't get more money for it, but mm-hmm. I just like mm-hmm. to. It makes like the job more interesting, right? So like after playing plants had for eight years, and like Indar is Indar, and then mm-hmm. when the pops were really low, it was like 99% of the fights were at TI Alloys because there wasn't enough pop to open up the continent. And there was like a bug for like a long time where it just didn't never opened up. And we were just grinding out like the same base over and over again. And like I just it's nice to have a goal, far away goal. It's like, okay, you're slowly grinding towards something in this meaningless environment of nothing, right? Um, which is also why we started streaming. Cause I was like, if I'm reading Twitch chat and I die, I don't really care. I know what I can do effectively. And if I my stats go a little bit down, like who cares about stats in 2020? But I was like, I can sure. I can do something while playing the game that like kind of distracts me from it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, but like not really. Like it's just like a like I can do two things at once, which makes the experience of Planet Side better. Mm-hmm. Again, eight years is a long time to do anything. A lot of people just move on. You know, there's all, like the meme in our team speak is what's the game of the week. You know, mm-hmm. if I find something I enjoy, I just stick with it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Hey, if you're still playing Planet Side too?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, dude." <laughs> like I know, but like I can't. That's why I went for two hundred thousand anchor kills. Right? I find mm-hmm. something to like, and I just. I stick with it. So, um, which again, like in real life, you know, sometimes it sucks because it's hard to like leave a job that I feel like I feel loyal to, but they're not loyal to me. If that makes sense, and it's yes. like, why am I here? Like, um, so it's really hard for me to like leave or quit, and like, it doesn't yeah. make any sense. But um, you really like to commit to something, and, yeah. and and really, really explore the entire thing, like all the way through. It sounds like, like yeah, really try to games. push the limit as far as you can. Yeah, in a way, I just—I mean, like, I enjoy it. Like, once I find something I enjoy, like, I used to hate, like, hate playing games with my brother. We found a game like um, way back in the day in MMO, and like, we grinded that hard. That's like the only MMO I really ever played, like, for a long time. What was it? Um, that was a lot of fun. Uh, Risk your life. Oh, okay. Small community. Like, I think it was like on a private server. Like, it was dead, dead or something. Um, but we really, really enjoyed that. Um, but then, like, it was kind of like we were just kind of skipping around from game to game. Like, I would find a game I like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we're not playing that anymore." I'm like. Uh, <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, I'll just, I guess I'll just uh, quit. I'll just delete my character. Like, I guess I, Screw you know, me, like, I guess. Yeah. so I'm almost not, not like I'm attached to it because that sounds like a really weird clingy word, but like I was almost like attached to like what I was doing. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna leave this, I guess. And then like we'd go to something else. I'm like, oh, this is dope. Like, this is a lot of fun. And it's like, I start grinding for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, it's, it's like that with Madden, like my friends that play on console. Yeah. <sighs> and dude, like, uh, every year it comes out. So, so it's Madden, then it's um, you know NBA two or two K, and then it's yeah, the way the sports show. games they have annual releases where they update players yeah, and but, stuff like that, right? But, but now it's like they can only play a game for like three months, 
and it's like they're like grinding out like Madden, like uh, the cards, or whatever. You know, I, don't, I can't remember the thing. And like, okay, I was like, I'll help you on board. I'll just play some of these things for you. And it's like I'm grinding it, and then like, oh, we don't play that anymore. We're on to 2K. I was like, why did I just grind that for you? That was the dumbest thing in my life. Like you guys just are so committed, and then just up uproot and like move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. It's just a weird. Hmm. It's very it, ultra different from like what I I like to do with stuff. So. Um, Sorry, we went down on a tangent there. So no, that's a good one. It it yeah, and it makes sense for for a guy who can pound out hundred, you know, multiple hundreds of thousands of kills with one weapon in one game, that you would be, uh, maybe having a a personality type that is really attracted towards. Um, I don't even know what the right way to encapsulate it, but um, I, I can imagine that 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 trait plays out in a lot of a lot of interesting ways in in, in your life. Yeah, for sure. It's like a it's like a loyalty thing in 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 a way. Like I, I mean, faction loyalty is is a meme in and of itself. Um, in planet but, type. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, like like there's no point in being in an outfit. Okay, there really isn't. At the end of the day, it's all self driven. I realized this for some reason. It took me seven years to realize it. Like mm. you don't get a benefit from being in an outfit. Mm. You don't you don't get anything right. There's not something that you're like you can't get X. There's no progression. It's not like you're just in this outfit and like, yeah, maybe you have access to like leadership or whatever. Somebody's like yeah. helping train you, but there's nothing that like you're given, right? That like is a bonus essentially to 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 kind of draw you into it, which you know would be nice to have or outfit progression. Another topic. Um, okay. But uh, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, no, it, it's interesting. Um, I mean, I, I guess that in Plant Side they're trying to put in stuff that gives yeah, no, I'm, I'm payoffs for outfits, where they're going right with. and not it, you know not everyone's down with stuff that kind of stuff like bastions great example outfit wars right. in um whatever state it's in now um i think it's that's yeah. that's a bit of a question mark uh it's good. i mean the idea right now is is it's going to be revamped right it's almost like yeah which we knew was going to happen at least that's what you know in my brain i was like okay we know this is going to happen you know pts is the worst way to test things we, we try to test things on it and the community always talks about how we give feedback and the devs don't listen. I think it's gotten a little bit better, mm-hmm. uh, but it's hard to test live in a small scale. And then if it works, you ship it off to live and it fails on live. Right. Cause it's just so different. Yeah. And I'm not saying the way that they released outfit wars was, was good or the right way to do it. Um, and they did listen to feedback more than I think they have in the past, but again, it could have gone a lot further. I think they're just like, look, let's just put it on live. There's no point in designing a really cool base. Mm-hmm spend time on it to then say, well, that didn't work. Let's just scrap it. And it's like, well, then that was, I don't know how, how many days it takes to make a base, but it's like wasted time. So mm-hmm. just create this shell, put it on live, and then we can like try to improve it or revamp it from there without spending too much time on it because they don't have a lot of devs or resources, you know? Mm-hmm. And like that sucks. Um, but um, as long as this is the feedback, maybe we can we can make something out of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Outfit Wars is an interesting thing. Um I was lucky in that I happened to be, um, I was playing with Bushido Wei, who got invited to the early testing for the the the, the pre first season of Alpha Wars, and um, for me the the main thing that I remember thinking when it when it came out and when it qualifications were happening and then the change to qualifications and the actual outfit war is I was so pleased that it all worked just technically. Um, and I think that's because I had internally set like a low bar of expectation for the game over the years. Um, yeah, it's a sad place to be, man. You don't want to you don't want to do that. And I'm I'm almost too hopeful every time, right? There's like an right. updater stream and everyone else is like dunking on it. I'm like, "Oh, maybe it'll be good, you know." Um, but it's no, sad. man, it's it's sad. No, it is sad. It is. Yeah. It is. Cuz it is something that we have regardless of where you're at in the game, Zerg fit, Elite fit, 
don't play the game but still watch streams hate on the game like we just we spent time on it and we are we do have some passion there and mm -hmm. wish it was better or more um mm -hmm. but people are frustrated man for sure yeah yeah i mean i i love the game too but you have to take it as it is and um right you know it's a kind of it's kind of uh i think the thing we're seeing in it is kind of similar to what you see in like um kind of like major sequels that get released for like say movies or even mm -hmm. games um where a lot of the time the success of the thing that you're releasing today is less related to the quality of what you're doing today and more related to how the last thing you did was received. And it can take a couple of releases before the effects of a bad release are detected sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like um, mm -hmm. That's a good point. So like Plantside had a, you know, maybe had a huge head of steam through 2012, 2013, 2014, but then eventually people start kind of not seeing the stuff they're hoping to see from it. And the, the, the few releases in a row where they, feel, they don't feel served um, is enough to say, okay, well, um, this release is not what I want. And even if it maybe has something they want, that feeling catches up. Um, and I'm not sure, maybe it's less of an individual thing and more of an aggregate thing, but it's something that I've definitely noticed. And I, I feel like... Yeah, yeah. It's like a I bad was, relationship, dude. Yeah, and people have relationships with games. Oh, yeah, for sure. You I mean, love Planetside good... 2. You have a relationship with Planetside 2. Yeah, no, but yeah, it's fair. Absolutely. Um, and some people have a shorter fuse on what it takes to make them quit or leave. Or I mean, it's also been eight years. It's like it's not like it's eight months and people are like all gone or something, mm -hmm. you know? We've been mm -hmm. saying dead game for five years now. Um, no, but it, it is, it's a. Uh, I just feel like ah, it's just frustrating because you some people like see that potential, right? Or, or or take parts of the game where you're like, this is this could be something, yeah. And then it's not that, or you know, that shrinks, right? Like the infantry side of things. But um, it's, I mean, performance has played the game as well. I mean, I, I, if that was an easy fix, I think they would have fixed it, right? Oh, performance. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think what the game is trying to do. Updates were shut down literally for how how long was OMFG? Like a year, eight months, six months? I don't even know. It was a good um, chunk of time. Like half a year. And no other content, yeah, came out. And it was yeah. like, for and then for that to fail, or maybe it didn't fail. Like, my thing is, like, even, like, now, performance is still a thing, right, for people. And mm -hmm. just spending, like, that amount of time on it, and for, like, that to kind of drop, and then there's no new content on top of it, it's kind of like, so yeah. it's just frustrating. And then, <sighs> yeah. I was watching um, an interview with some of the uh, developers of Warframe, um, a game that actually Rel has talked about and compared Planetside 2 at times. And one of the things that um, the community manager said in that documentary, it was uh, on NoClip, Danny O'Dwyer's YouTube channel. He does fantastic stuff. Um, she said that um, she gets complaints from their hardcore community about, oh, why can't you just do updates that are focused on fixing X or fixing this? Like, there are things in the game that are broken or not working right and really need to be mended before you can make something new. And her response to that was, well, you can't do that as a live services right. game. Just doing fixes and balance and performance stuff will kill your game because you have to keep you have to keep a constant flow of interest to make the revolving door revolve people are always going to be exiting right. your game if you're not bringing them in then you're going to lose people um i thought that was a very exactly. interesting insight well i mean you know on my stream people are like hey like why didn't they fix the the decimator bug you know when you, you know, when you shoot decimator, like, and then you go back to your primary weapon, like you have like a reload bug, like half a second or something. I don't know what the actual breakdown is, yeah. but it can get you killed. It, it's just very frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think about like my job. I'm like, if I don't know how to do something and I, and, but then I do, then I will then do that 
to relieve the issue, right? I don't want to be fired. I don't want to lose my job because people aren't playing my game or whatever it is, right? If I mm-hmm. know the issue, I'm going to fix the issue. I'm going to bring it to life. Mm-hmm. Or if I fix the issue and it breaks three other things, like, well, I can't bring it to life. Like, if your heavy shield doesn't work now because we fixed the decimator bug, that's worse. So you mm-hmm. probably don't want me to put that in the game. And I feel like people just, I mean, people just love to complain, right? Um, but people lose sight of that as well. Like, if you can't fix something or you have the answer, we would do it. That's my job. Like that's what I would, you know, I would do. And maybe there's not enough resources for people that are fixing bugs. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. I always thought like you got to be like, it's your job. Why would you? Why are you going to hold the game back? Rel's holding the game back because he has a decimator buggy. He's not going to put it out. He's gonna, he's waiting for <laughs> six months for the. You know what I mean? Like, come on now. I get no, why it's it, frustrating. It, it, it needs to be fixed because it's broken. And there's a bunch of things like that. But right. Yeah, and and those the time needed for those fixes competes with the time and resources needed for everything else that's happening. And okay. Go ahead. No, I, I mean, touch on something though. I mean, game dev is not necessarily a zero sum kind of equation because you can always pull in more resources. You can hire more people and maybe that increases your budget, but you can then make more money. Like there are always things you can do to apply more effort to a problem. But um, those decisions, uh, I think that one of the, the tough things in, in live services games is that the effect of things like like those kinds of bugs and balance issues that um, that are causing kind of degenerate gameplay um, disproportionately impact the most vocal members of the communities that play those games. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's high priority, if it's something that's breaking the game, it has to be fixed. You know, obviously, ASAP, you got to put everything on or a large portion of your, your resources, I guess, to it. Decimated bug isn't, isn't the end of the world, so probably isn't up that high right. on the priority list. But... Um, my issue, I think, with updates in general, and again, I'm not a game dev. I, I want it to be infantry side 100%, you know? Yeah. Um, maybe not that extreme. I don't mind combined arms and whatnot, but it needs the, the way the domains interact is just bad. We can talk about that later. But okay. um, so, you know, I'm obviously biased. I'm not a game dev. But my thing is, like, it's also not my vision, right? I'm not designing the game. So mm-hmm. I might want X, but again, that's maybe not the vision of the game or the game devs, regardless of how I feel about it or how annoying it is, or how much I think it's the stupidest thing ever. That being said, to your point earlier, you can't just do performance updates. You can't just do bug fix updates and keep mm-hmm. people coming in, or keep people just like vets around. Mm-hmm. But I, I I struggle with, and they've done kind of, but they went ghost for a long time. Yeah. Um, but a simple update that is consistent with good gameplay that we already have, right? Like a map. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want somewhere new to go to. Yeah. And maybe you take the eight years of map design that uh, our base design and things that just didn't work or didn't make any sense, and we take that to a new map and we make something. Um, okay, we're not adding anything new, um, but we know that maps, we know the gunplay, infantry gunplay is in a good spot. At least mm-hmm. I think it is. Mm-hmm. So let's just put a map out there. That's exciting. When Hassan came out, it was exciting, right? And that's been, I don't know, someone said five years, maybe it was three, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, 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 would, I like the idea of like having releases like this consistently. Okay, we get new guns or whatever it is. Twice but I think a year a map for big is, stuff seems to be the new yeah, I, target they're trying to hit. Right, but so back in the day, but my thing is like, so instead of that, and then on the side, maybe you do something like construction. You have no idea how construction is going to go. That's a new element completely, a new system you're going to bring in, right? Outfit Wars, a new system you're going to bring in. PSA, a different game, but we'll say it's a new system. Like that idea of like these widely offshot ideas that you have no idea how the community is going to react to it. Sure. Or how that when you say building a base, it's like, oh, okay, that sounds kind of cool. And then you realize like the player base and the community can't even put the walls together like this, right? 
<laughs> it's not it's like not it's not that hard like you know what i mean so it's like yeah if you want to do construction okay we're working on the side and we'll release it it fails doesn't matter we came up with a cool new map we know maps work right that's easy like i mean the call of duty you just spit out maps yeah you're you know? talking about essentially the ability of the game to consistently produce updates that actually hit the core experience of the game for for yes most people yes 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 exactly yes because my thing is, what we have right now is, let's say, so I went back and forth on my stream on this all the time. So currently, or at least let's just use construction, right? Let's mm -hmm. just say nothing comes out, construction comes out, it flops. Mm -hmm. Somebody like me, okay, okay, well, I'm, back, I'm, still, I'm still playing the game that was there six months ago before construction, right? Mm -hmm. Construction flopped. Maybe I interact with construction a little bit, but it's just not, it's not what it, I think it was intended or, or it just didn't get the draw that I think we wanted or it wasn't enjoyable. Yeah. Okay. So now we have nothing, right? Or Alpha Wars flops, or PSA like actually like is a true flop. Like it, it was dead on arrival. Yeah, I think damage, PSA okay? is a bit of a different situation. Um, but it's still something that sucked up resources. And again, it is it is a different situation. It's, yeah, it's a different game. Yeah. But I that mean, idea of yeah. okay, we come out with a new map. Two months later, we have construction. Construction flops. So I had the new map to slide back to. Right. I have mm -hmm. something to slide back to. And they did a, they did a couple updates with like new weapons and things. Uh, but nothing like a new, like, I mean, I guess we had changes to Indar, but that's limiting. You already have a map designed, right? You have bases in place. You can't just, you have some limitations there. I guess that's my thing. I just want consistent updates. And if we want to do something crazy like construction, see what happens, see what the community thinks. Oh, that was dog shit. Okay. Boom. Yeah. They have fall back together to or they love it. <clears throat> so like you, you have this game that you, like you love, you are setting up these huge goals for yourself to grind out kills and what, what's fun for you, and I imagine for a lot of people you play with, is to have more ways to do that. Like more, more interesting ways, variations, things like that. So maybe it's not a new gun for you because you're, you're, you're kind of a gun grinder. That's kind of your thing, right? But maybe it's new, new types of bases, new types of uh, combat interactions, uh, infantry versus infantry stuff. Um, so yeah, a new continent would be an enormous content drop for you. And that makes total right. sense to me. Yeah, again, that's it's. This is just my opinion. This is just my obviously. It's just yeah. my thoughts on. It. Yeah. I'm not a game dev. I don't. I don't know how long it takes to do things or anything like that. Sure. So my opinion is limited in, in the expense and the expanse of of what you know designing a game is or the goal of the game or where you want the game to go. So right, it's a limited angle yeah, on it, but well, that I is mean, my angle. Your yeah, but your perspective has value because it's shared by a lot of other people. I mean, well, yeah. that, that's right. why we have these conversations and record them. Um, and uh, so, yeah, the speaking to the core of the game, I, I think that like just taking that idea and maybe putting my own stamp on it, one of the things that I really liked about the Escalation release is for me, I felt like that spoke to the core of what I like about Planetside, which is the the community aspect of it, playing in the sandbox with people. Um and I thought that also Outfit Wars, even if it wasn't necessarily in the state that I love the most, um, I was really excited that that they gave a pinnacle activity that only outfits could participate in. Basically, uh, giving a reason for outfits to exist. You know, you made the point a few minutes ago that there has been kind of no point in outfits for a long time. Um, and giving something like that is that doubles down on the the reality that Planetside's success is based on its community, which is formed of outfits. 
Um, I mean, yeah, it just, yeah. I think it all hangs together. Uh, what was your, so we started talking about Outfit Wars a little bit back. Um, my general impression is that you're general, you're, you're down on it more or less. Is that right? So, I mean, look, man, I'm uh, not, everyone's like, uh, when it, okay, let's, it's let's gonna change. Lot, lot so this is a big here. disclaimer. Like we don't know what well, it's going to be like at the end of the year or whenever it comes right. back. Right. So keep me on track here, but I'm going to back up a little bit. All right. All right. A lot of people that I play with, like, I don't give a shit about Captain the base. I don't care if we, we take indirects. I just don't, I don't care. I just want a good fight. A good right. fight is the goal of the infantry side player. Yeah. But I like, I still like a little bit of teamwork. You know, I, we, Alpha, Alpha, go, 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 Alpha 2s to hold, hold. You, you know, you need to be a medic or, you know, like I did that way back in the day and I enjoyed that for what it was and uh -huh. I progressed with the game. So I, again, I enjoyed being in the Zerk fit and, and that's what brought me into the game. Okay. But that, okay. that that's a different topic. But um, I enjoy a little bit of teamwork, self sufficient players that uh -huh. know what they're doing. So I don't have to babysit. I've done that. That was annoying. Took yeah. a lot of time, a lot of work. Um, like self-sufficient players, a little bit of communication. That's why I like pill, right? The infantry competitive well, side, side of things. Infantry, um, definitely talk mm -hmm. more about that. And we can touch base on that in a second. Mm -hmm. um, I like capping bases. It's a way. Of, it's a. It's a. It's a way of competing, right? It's yeah. limitations and the the pop differences and force multipliers and all that. What's the sandbox with eleven hundred players? Yeah. Like, I mean, but it's nice to take a base. There's, with forty percent pop or thirty percent pop against you know yeah. against all odds and other we have no maxes but they have maxes and it's just kind of like a nice thing right a cherry That's a dream. beating yeah. numbers and with so skill. I like that aspect of the game mm -hmm. okay in a more narrow field now mm -hmm. I still enjoy that a lot of pillars I play with don't um, it's, you know some people think it's cringy or whatever but I still enjoy that um, and so with something like Outfit Wars which I have talked about for the a very long time outfits are what make this game engaging or mm -hmm. the fights engaging without goku Bax didn't really have that outfit that really get without you know over popping off with all these outfits okay you guys took us down whatever but like mm -hmm. goku gave us a nice fight and they would always pull maxes on us and it was this big meme and it was a good rivalry and we'd just go yeah. back and forth right yeah they leave the game or these other outfits start leaving the game and it's kind of like mm. You, you kill AOD and you don't even realize the tag's there anymore, right? You don't even see the tag. It's just another person. Like, mm -hmm. nothing against AOD. If, if AOD's not there, there's another Zerg fit. Without Zerg fits, there's no game. But mm -hmm. my point here is, Alpha, I realize once Outfit's left, Midfit's left, and Elite Fit's left, there's not... That's what the game, like, that's needed. Game. That's what was, like... Cr yeah. Like, like the alert meta and, like, all these things that were there yes. kind of just came down. And, like, that's why, like, I don't mind solo farming because, the, I mean, the Alpha thing is just not there. And, like, B-Way came back... It was it used to be joke. Shades comes back, makes B way, yep. trains everybody, goes hardcore, gets the two KD players. And I'm like, and again, nothing against Shades, nothing against B way. But I was like, what are you doing? There's no outfits to compete against. Right. You guys are competing right. against. You're soaking in everyone, all the talent, and you're fighting nothing. You're fighting Hellzergs or whatnot, or P, you know PVE, whatever you want to call it. Right. Um, but there's no like, there's almost no one to go against, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, they had fun with it. They enjoyed it. Yeah, that, the, and again, that was my own perspective on it. But but in a way, it's kind of like there's. I almost wanted somebody to be there to fight. But if I have seven backs guys on, and you have sixty two B way players on. You know, it gets it gets to a point where it's like, okay, we're not going to be able to like to play like that. We can't have that Goku backs when we had a platoon, they had a platoon or something like that. Yeah, there's no possibility so, for rivalry there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So outfits are a crux of the game, and like it took me forever to realize that. And once everyone left, but there's no reason to be an outfit, right? I can make my own three-person outfit and have you know i can have salt as the name or spy or whatever weird thing that i think is hilarious mm -hmm. and 
but it's like okay if i'm in backs what i get nothing except the tag i don't want to be in your outfit i don't want to follow your rules and whatnot you know mm-hmm. um but it'd be nice if outfits had progression to them and you got things for being in them that are useful um mm-hmm. I don't, and I feel like guilds and MMOs are more developed than they are in planets. And I think that's actually something that's important yeah. or we could build upon to make people want to be in outfits. But that's a whole other topic and a huge thing for the devs to even consider, which I think in a way they are. They've started to. It's on a very small phase. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can build upon that. Um, and then now to go back to your original question, Outfit Wars. Okay. So having a history, I like teamwork. I like playing with people. I like capping bases. Outfit Wars, Okay. This is maybe something that's competitive that the dev team is supporting since MLG, right? Cool. Mm-hmm. We saw how MLG went. That was rough. <laughs> so I was a little excited for it because I like I do like the competition. I do like yeah. the idea of plant side. That's why I play it. You know, it's not I farm players too or kill people, whatever, because it's an FPS, but I do like that aspect. But then Avent Wars comes in and we test it. I test it and you know, I give them a lot of a lot of benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, you're going to make a donut base. All the bases are donuts, at least in mm-hmm. the test. Mm-hmm. This is really bad, but I get it's really rough. It's a test. It's beta, an actual beta. You know, usually when betas come out, it's like, wow, dude, the graphics look like the release. Beta means basically you know? done in 2020. Yeah, but this was like an like a real beta. I was like, okay, okay, I'll give it to them. Yeah. We'll, we'll make yeah. this a real beta, and we won't harp on it too hard. It, I don't know if Alfred Wars knew what it wanted to be. Is this competitive? It's Outfit Wars, Outfit the Outfit. Sounds competitive in a way, right? That's mm-hmm. what I wanted it to be. Yeah. But can you do competitive with three factions? Can you do right. competitive with three groups? Well, the answer is no, you cannot. Yeah. And, I mean, thank God there's no money or anything tied to it because that would be a, a shit show because it is unbalanced, yeah. right? There's no way to balance a three-way fight. And it becomes really unfun because skill gets taken out of it sometimes, right? Because if you're getting double-teamed, and yeah, sure, if you kill everyone... If it's two of you one and you're able to kill everyone, that's cool, I guess. Um, but it's something that, like, if you were to lose, it would feel, you know, I would be pretty jaded about it. Like, okay, well, why do we get right. double teamed? I want to have a 50 50. Like, and then they were like, hey, we're going to model this after Server Smash a little bit. And I'm thinking in my brain, okay, Server Smash, it's one faction versus the other faction. Yes. This sounds pretty good. Um, you know, Server Smash had some limitations to it, which I think made it better. I think it could have had more limitations, which would have made it even better, which people in my stream definitely disagreed on, on me what with. Kind of people agreed with. Well, it goes back to the d- domains. This goes back, I don't know how, I, I usually always use like five years. Recently, okay. So originally, and again, I thought about plant side in a very general way back then. Uh-huh. But you used to have like, okay, we're out of infantry resources. I can't get grenades, or if I'm a good player, I can't get my med kits because we don't have bases with infantry resources. We need to cap some bases with infantry resources. So when we get ticks, we get infantry resources so I can get med kits. Same thing mm-hmm. applies for air resources or v- tanks and senders, right? And this is an old system that's no longer in the game, right? Right. So they scrapped it. They did phase one resource revamp, which I think is kind of what we have now. And it was supposed to be built upon, okay? Yeah. And it was like, okay, fine. We'll, 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 we'll take phase one. We know we're going to get more to it. And we never got it. Right. I look at something like a Max or a Banshee Mozzie. Okay. Or somebody in a tank 400 meters away showing me in the spawn room as an asset, something that you should earn. I don't, go, I don't go into Call of Duty, suck at the game, and pull a chopper gunner off the rip because I can, because the devs allow me to. That's, everyone's like, well, it's fun. It's awesome. Well, yeah, it's, it's really cool to get a chopper gunner in Call of Duty. But it needs to have a bit of restriction to it. I would love for the Banshee Mazi to be pulled because you earned it. You got like enough resources, and it's like an asset that you want to protect. right? On live, it's like you fly your Banshee, it crashes. Oh, okay, I'll go pull another one. Oh, I, I lasted two yeah. minutes in my max. It's I tough. can pull another one. It's tough because people have different fantasies about what the game should be. Right. This is just my perspective on it. Yeah. And playing in server smash and playing in these things, it like 
that idea of like having assets and things that like you get because you capped a base and you get resources or faction resources or outfit resources, you're able to divvy that up among the team, almost like a CSGO style. Mm-hmm. You start with pistols, you do well, you get more, you know, you get more money. You can, you're able to buy things, right. Right. That are better or I'm infantry. You can get a, a mozzie and, and, and dunk on me. I like that idea of it. Not everybody does. So I understand that, mm-hmm. but it's never been tested before. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what it, what, what it would do. Yeah. So like almost so, like an alert where a continent would open up and you would, unlock certain gear based on some kind of progression or i mean there is some sort of some of that like with tech plants right where you can only pull certain vehicles when you have a tech plant but you they can always go back to the war too but, right, yeah I, right. I heard i heard that, that that's changing um but you're talking about having not just and and that system is is um it's it's kind of like like a tip of the tip of the cap to that kind of like a like 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 play generally speaking People don't take bases for that reason. They take bases because right. that's what you do in planet side. Like that's what else is there to do other than kill people and take bases. Like there's nothing else. But what you're talking about is a system where that kind of progression is a little bit more of why you do this. Like maybe you can't use an anchor unless you take, you know, subterranean uh what's that base called? <laughs> Well, they got rid of SNA, but I know what you're talking about. Oh, they about. got rid of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. You works. get what I'm saying. Like, like, what if it was that granular? Like, what if you had to take a, take a certain base to get shotguns? Right. Right. I mean, yeah. Again, or yeah, yeah. Or you have infantry resources like they used to have, and you, I can't get any more medkits as my you know elite infantry player. If we wanna, if we wanna limit stuff for them too, we can. Okay. Give uh-huh. me the medkits. That's fair. But that idea, like, and again, maybe it's too crazy, or maybe that's something you do just in outfit wars. I don't know. That's a fun idea. Um. Well, it's just something that, like, not everyone can just pull a Banshee Mossy or an Air Hammer and just go right. to this fight. It's like, okay, we need we need A-Flick. I can't fly, but we need A-Flick to come over in his Banshee Mossy and actually be <laughs> useful at this fight. Not just, you know what I mean? Like, this whole anyone can pull anything whenever they want to. And kind of make things a little bit more special in that regard. Because I think it would... Because I think the infantry gunplay and the gameplay in the game is in a good balanced position. Infantry versus infantry, like, just works well. Mm-hmm. Infantry versus Mossy does not work. Did I miss my decimator? Okay, I'm probably dead. Okay. Yeah, burst or maxes, yada yada yada. But my point is, I think the infantry gameplay is the crux of the game. I don't mind. I'm not saying delete maxes and A to G, even though I wouldn't mind that. But if we're going to keep them in, maybe limit them. Or we used to have timers. It was 10 minutes, 15 minutes, or whatever yeah. it was. You, you got, you died, and it's like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have charged in that room. You know what I mean? That's something that like we used to have. So it used to be in the game, dev support it, whatever. I don't mind going back to something like that because then it becomes an asset. It's something you don't want to lose. It's like Call of Duty. And again, it's a terrible comparison. But if I have a chopper gunner, I want to use that and kill as many people as possible. If you shoot Mm -hmm. me down with with whatever, a rocket launcher, I'm just going to say that in the game, Mm -hmm. I feel like I lost my asset. I can't just pull another one because I can. Yeah, so that's the game. I I got two kills. Yeah. yeah. What you're talking about with the chopper is is a... It's a force it's a multiplier. Reward. Yeah, right. It's, it's a force multiplier that, that you earn. And right. I, I think what I hear you talking about and is you don't have to earn everything tension. with kills. I'm not saying that. Well, yeah, go ahead though. There's a tension in, in the game, and I think one side is winning between the reality of the fact that uh, that certain things are just force multipliers, like max yeah. suits, like banshee mossies, um, all these things. Um, and when you say that the infantry unit is kind of the crux of the game what i think i hear you saying is maybe something like um that's kind of like one one force unit 
and maybe a mossy is like that times 2.5 or something like that. It's like a risk. Yeah, the horse is worth five. Yeah, and but if you have someone who just wants to be a pilot, does it make sense for them to be able to always be a 2.5 from the get-go? And I know piloting in this game is extremely hard. Um, You said you can't do it. I can't do it either. Uh, I respect everyone who can, but there is there is a reality to like people. Some people want there to be no maxes in the game. Some people want to be able to play a max anytime they want because that suits their personal fantasy of what they want. They want to be in a mech suit. Like why else would I play the game if I can't be in a mech suit all the time? Um, or you know, I want, in, I want 400 rounds on my anchor. Right. I want or that. I, want in a it, tank. I want to be God mode. Yeah, but, <laughs> Yeah, like there's this conflict but between that's why the, the power fantasy responsibility and yeah. and yeah. the and and the so accessibility versus like balance almost. All right, but that's the dev's job. And again, if it's not my vision, I get that. It's dev's vision is to have it how it is. That's fine. But again, with these infantry resources, with the timers, we saw there was a different. It was like that before, right? In, in a way, it could have been built upon. But my thing is like, if I want to be a chopper gunner or AC gunship in Call of Duty the entire time. That doesn't work very well. And that's an extreme example in a different game, but I use it for a reason, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you want to be in the max, you want to play the max and play the max, keep it alive, dude. I mean, you can get res and you can rep yourself pretty mm-hmm. quickly and you can have engineers rep you really quickly. Um, and, I, but my thing is like, majority of players are infantry in the game, okay? At any given time. So that's why I say it's like the crux of the game, it's like the main thing. Like you have infantry and then you kind of build upon that. Um, and I get what you're saying, people, maybe people just want to fly the entire time. Mm-hmm. I, and they, that comes, but this comes to where it comes down to like the dev vision. What do you want the game to be? Right. Um, people want to be in a tank and battlefield all the time. Well, sorry, it's not spawned. Yeah. Don't know what to tell you. You're gonna have to wait for the tank to spawn. There are players that love the choppers and battlefield, right? I don't know four, whatever. They're like really good at piloting, and someone else got in the chopper. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. You're gonna have to wait. Mm-hmm. And again, that's up to the devs to design that. So again, this is me being super opinionated and very angled, but. When I think about, and to your comment, I think, I don't know if it was Commander Sirius, you know, Little Grug, uh, you know, getting bullied by the Big Grug. Little Grug versus Big Grugs. Right, right. Uh But nobody's talking about, I'm at a 30% underpop fight, right? I'm part of the 30% fighting against 70%. Uh Guess what that 30% is? It's all infantry. It's all infantry. Maybe there's a max in there, okay? There's no air there. Yeah. There's no tanks. There's no Sunderers. There probably are no maxes. It's probably just infantry. And what are we fighting against? Not only overpop, two to one plus. Okay, we're fighting against maxes. We're fighting at tanks on a hill. I can't. I can't even deal with. Okay, they're too far away. I'm fighting A to G, and um, you know, maybe there's a sunder on point or something like that. That's what mm-hmm. I have to do to come out of the spawn room to try to secure the objective, right? Mm-hmm. And I can play around that to a degree, and I might get 10, 12, 15 kills there, right? And mm-hmm. I'll feel satisfied. Sometimes I get nothing. I'm like, okay, I got farmed for a little bit, right? Yeah. But the other guys that are there, I hit tab on my scoreboard. I got 12 kills here. I see one, two, zero. I think, okay, so you have all these little grugs, right, that I'm, I'm bullying or whatever, but what about the little guys in the, in the spawn room with me? Mm-hmm. How does that work out? That's something that I feel like nobody ever talks about. There's people on both sides. It's just one side yeah. is stacked, and there's no conscious thought of like, if my max dies here, can I pull another one? Yeah, of course I can. I don't care. If I have my A2G and I die, I can pull another one. I can go farm this little easy fight over here. Yeah. It, that's my mindset of it is like is that a good experience for somebody running out of the spawn room that is new to the game new player experience or just not good at the game and it's like i want to defend this space oh wait a minute i killed that one max i feel so good oh he got res he's full health now again okay mm-hmm. i killed him he pulled another one. Oh, okay it it it, it just kind of like it kind of makes you just kind of go okay 
Well, it is what it is. I guess we'll go to the next fight. It makes things less meaningful, I guess. Right. And that interaction kind of upsets me. That's when I ran when I ran Zerkvitz, I you know we'd had an air wing at one point, but I tried to limit the maxes unless we were underpopped and we needed to actually use them to bust out. Right. And why is that? Why did you want to limit them? Because I I don't think that's a fun experience, right? I don't think that's a fun experience to walk out of the spawn room and on get the receiving end by... or on the driving the max. Well, okay, one, it's not fun for me to to do that. I, like you're trying forty people trying to kill three people is is well, guess what? Only three people can get the kill, and yeah. sometimes it's only one person that's going to get it. So that's not fun, right? I like to get kills, I like to engage as an FPS, I like to fight. Yeah, yeah. Have, I like I like to have the competition. I don't play football. I don't play pickup football. I don't play sevens flag football i can't play anymore because i had too many concussions okay i don't play 7v7 and then on my team we have 14 players <laughs> and then yeah. o- you can only have you can only have receivers but we're going to have a bunch of linebackers yeah, I, think, have this big de- like, I think the trouble is that planet side is not a sport and I, 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 I get that it's casual for a lot of people but it's, well, it's also is it casual running out of the spawn room against that it's trying to you, be a, again like, you're, you're looking at it from yeah. the aspect of the people on the 70 percent. you're not looking at it you're assuming everyone in the 30 percent is me yeah, big rug. It's not. It's not. Yeah. This, it does not work that way, bro. Which is why people leave the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I you think know, that, it's like experience that's not fun. I think the funny thing about Planet Side is like, it's almost like we're all piloting individual units in a in an RTS game, right? Well, in RTS game, the different unit strengths and the way they combine together, and maybe throwing throwing away units in in a fight you know you're gonna lose in order to slow down the enemy. It makes sense to you because you're in the commander point of view. Like, right. The in a way, the gamer in an RTS is the one controlling the overseeing the action, like the force commander. They and, tried that in Planet Side, but unfortunately, <laughs> go ahead though. Go ahead though. Yeah, well, it, when you're dealing with real people who don't just you can just right. click on and say go here, do that, and you know, right, clicking right, ahead right. is a lot more complicated than uh, than it is in a, you know telling Marine you go here and shoot stuff in a Starcraft or right. whatever, and so. Because the gamer isn't the commander in in, in Planet Side, it's in the individual unit. Um, everyone wants to have fun as that unit, and the reality is, like, I can imagine, like, if I was like a Zergling in StarCraft, that wouldn't be any fun. Like, I would never want to be a Zergling. That would suck. You want to be one right, of the, but... the 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 powerful force force multiplier units. Everyone wants to be that. Um, and I guess, but like, you also, you can't get uh, you can't get Thors. You can't get twenty Thors because you decide like that's what I want to have right now because everyone can pick one thing, on off the rip. Yes. You have all the resources. As soon as I log in, I have seven hundred fifty resources right now. If I were to do it, I can pull a max, I can pull a bench, I can pull whatever I want. All right, off because the rip. an RTS doesn't but care about the individual that. experience of each unit. It doesn't matter in an RTS right. how the, right. the experience but, of each but name individual unit. Game. But in Planet Side, it does matter. Each unit has to have fun. It's a free to play game. Like people don't mm-hmm. have to invest a lot to be here other than their time, and if they're not enjoying it, like. No one wants. Well, okay, uh, it's funny. I, I use this, 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 no one wants to be a zergling. Is the comparison, but like being being a zergling has, has I think a limited shelf life in a game like Planet Side. If you're just showing up to follow commander and die in battle, you know, be a, a a good little grug maybe. I'm not sure if that actually leads to long time play. I, I I don't know. I don't have the stats in front of me, but um, I think that the problem that you're kind of uh elucidating we, here we had these systems before in a in a in a more not as restricted as i'm talking about we had them before okay we wiped them off the table to then rebuild a new system 
but we never rebuilt the system and we just left it where it was. The idea was, we were told, this is phase one resource revamp. That yes. idea was there. And I get what you're saying, but again, we're, we're still forgetting about the 30% people that are with me at this fight. That is not fun. That yeah, is I, not fun for them to, to be in that fight, right? Yeah. That's my thought on it. And again, I'm not saying delete maxes. I'm not saying delete A2G. I'm not saying you can't have overpop, okay? But I don't see any harm because plant side, when it was successful, had resources that were tied to infantry resources, right? They had a timer on maxes that when the, when the game was, I mean, you could say it was new then, right? Mm -hmm. But technically, that's when the pop was the highest, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's it's something to consider. I mean, we had that before. We so were what you're going saying, to get something like that next, and then it never yeah. came to fruition. So this is this is the thing I have in, in, about in games in general. Um, and maybe it's related, maybe it's not. You can tell me what you think. Um, I think that in general that there's a rush to make games more accessible to people, and um, which is fine. It sounds like a good idea, but there's also right. a risk in accessibility because the more you remove friction from certain elements of your game in order to make more of the experience open to more different types of people, the, 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 the more the identity of your game gets kind of, kind of, uh, diluted perhaps. Um, yeah, washed out. Yeah, for sure. Like I, um, like if you have a game, like say an, an, an MMO, but there are raids and let's say that the raids are not that hard to get done and they don't really reward you with anything. Like they can't give it a reward because they're too easy, but they don't want to make them hard because that would exclude too many people. So what you have is this kind of this content stream that's like, who is this for? Why was this made? Why would I want to do this? Um, I have a point. I have a, you've brought something to fruition here, but go ahead. I just yeah. want to make a note. And and there is a need for for friction in order to give people something to kind of um, I don't know. Um, but the way I'm connecting that idea to what what you're you're bringing up is that maybe maybe the reason the resource system was softened was to reduce friction for people who want to play the way they want to play. And maybe, and I think the argument you're making is that by doing that, the game lost some of its, some of, of, of the good frictional interactions that would make, have, that would force people to make decisions that would lead to better gameplay for everybody. Yeah, I do think it would lead to better gameplay for everybody, absolutely, 100%. Okay. And that's, com but again, I have not been in lead infantry since day one. When I started this game, I came in like, oh my gosh, there's, I think there's like 17 tanks here and there's like 40 aircraft and there's uh -huh. 100 people on the ground. This is insane. Yeah. Joined a Zerg fit with three platoons. Okay, two infantry, one air. Um, loved it. Like I applied on the forums, man. It's crazy. Yeah, man. I applied on the forums to be a, to be a, to be a, an infiltrator, a scout infiltrator. Stuff. I was like, that sounds so cool, right? Yeah. Um, Be an assassin. They're like, no, you suck or something. You, you don't have the right <laughs> weapons or whatever. You know, something weird. You know, they, like, uh, they went really deep with like... it. <laughs> it was fun though. It was fun. Yeah, it was yeah. fun to do that. Play army, whatever. And then I, you know, then I wanted to leave my own Zerk fit and do this, you know, make it better experience for everybody. Uh -huh. Okay. Like we're not going to do this max thing unless we're majorly out popped and we're going to use it in a way that I think would benefit, you know. So you're going to okay, apply you a lot of pop. your own friction to something where, yeah. where the game is not doing it. You'd be like, okay, I know this makes better planet side. So I'm going to take responsibility for making the game good myself. Right. I'm going to try to. And again, VCO was not, back in the day, was not perfect in any regards. And it's much different than, than right. it was then. And we splintered off because a large chunk of the player base wanted to get better at the game. So uh -huh. um, then we went to mid fit backs slash lead fit. And then we kind of 
narrowed backs down until you fit and then we're like whatever stats don't matter now in 2020 um but i've done the whole thing man it's like what is fun mm-hmm. what is fun you know um i i'm a big proponent of not everybody re- receiving a ribbon okay i think that's terrible in uh in real life i yeah. think that we have we have issues because of that and again it's not good everything's a gray it's area. not good for, especially it, for kids it's not good right so that to me applies to this game casual gamer or not i've been casual i've gone down that route okay yeah. i'm still i'm actually probably more casual now than i've ever been mm-hmm. and i don't think i think about other people i have friends that have tried this game i have what i've been around players like eh, kind of like what i described like you look, i think about summit one gene and yes he's getting stream sniped but why does summit not play the game like no one wants to be good at the game or, or just play the game and come out the spawn room and get dead you don't understand the game yet right yeah I come up the spawner sometimes, I die, get no kills, uninstall, I'm done. I have an idea about um, that, by the way. We can come back to it later, though. But I wanted to bring up a point. Um, a lot of games, it's like, okay, you, oh, you want to be a role player? That's weird, whatever. But you want to do that? You want to be a role player? Okay, mm-hmm. well, here's a role player server, right? You can right. role play on the server. Or you, in Call of Duty, we use it. There's a hardcore game mode, right? Okay. For the players that like that. There is. It's all. It's always been community-driven in regard. Besides MLG, which failed, Server Smash, Eurodome, Farmers League, yeah. um, Dirtle Dome, all of it community-driven, right? Mm-hmm. There's no. There's no place for. And Jaeger's kind of like that. Thank you, devs, for giving us something, mm-hmm. um, for community events. Thank God for Jaeger. But my thing is like, there's no server to go to to like, to try or play. My, and again, like, like, there's not enough players probably for that. Okay, I get that. They don't want to separate the thing because you know it's not. There's not 10 million people playing it. But the point still stands. Is like Plant Side wants to be everything, all ribbons, all the time for everyone. Is that the best idea? Does that does that blossom the game? Does it does it? Like I think about Tarkov. You can camp in a bush 100 percent of the time and wait for the best player in the world to pass by, get one shot, you kill him in the head, it's over. Doesn't matter. That's cheesy. That's dumb. It's stupid. I played Tarkov a lot and I loved it. That's what uh, it's only two games games I've taken me from Planet Side Two. That's mm-hmm. that being the second one. Call of Duty Black Ops 2 BR was the first one. Okay. And I like that from Tarkov. It's like this is where our game's gonna be. It's gonna be hardcore like this. And yeah. not a lot of games are like this, and we wanna make this because everyone's getting this ribbon type of thing, right? And then guess what? I lost all my shit that I worked so hard for in that game. Yeah. Tarkov is brutal. And, and, and you're like, Do I even want to play the game anymore? I just lost everything. You know, and you like did coming though. from like RuneScape. You did though. I bet you yeah, that motivated yeah. you. Yeah, and again, you. I am not I am not everybody, and like people yeah. are different. I get that, but there's no option in Plant Side to where it's like, yeah. Well, I think it just kind of it just kind of kind of it just I don't know. I don't. I, we don't have to hound this too hard. No, I think which goes is, back this to is my an original point. Concept. It, it underpins so much stuff. But yeah, bring it back to Outfit Wars, dude. Go for it. And really, I I would. That's why I wanted Service Smash to kind of like kind of try a little bit is experiment with a little bit more restriction and just see how the game progresses because. If you take things away, how do people respond to it? Maybe it's a great experience. Why mm-hmm. is Service Mash dead? Probably because of outfits. Yeah. But people yeah. were like, when Pounder Maxes were super, super strong anti-infantry instead of being anti-vehicle, Yeah. and they banned anti-infantry Maxes in Service Mash because we're like, this is stupid. Everyone's just trying to pull Maxes the whole time because it's a competitive event. Because that's, that's what rush. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. So everyone rushes to get TR, right? We want TR for the faction so we can get Pounder Maxes, right? And then what happens is we don't ban maxes, right? Because everyone's like, we need our burster maxes, whatever. So then we have, there's just pounder maxes on the point. And if you don't have pounder maxes on the other team, it kind of sucked, right? Um, 
And now you're talking about a competitive event that you're trying to make balanced. Now that's not balanced. So again, I wanted more restrictions in server smash just to try it. Maybe it's more fun. Maybe it's not, maybe it's a shitty idea, but look at least let's at least try it. But anyway, back to Alfred Wars three, three, you can't have three teams. Okay. Don't make no sense. Okay. Okay. Don't work. I should use battle islands. Okay. That'd be pretty sweet. We had battle, battle islands. It'd be amazing. Whatever. Um, Base design. Um, yeah, I never, I know my outfit used to play, play test on it or just, they had access to it somehow and they do scrims on it. Yeah. I was super jealous. It's a neat um, idea. A part of that. I hear it was never really finished and it's kind of wrecked at the moment. Right. Correct. Yes. That's my understanding as well. But, um, one, one faction versus another faction, one okay. outfit versus another outfit. Okay. That just makes sense to me with that's a well-designed. That's a sport. Ba- yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, it, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm making a distinction between a sport and 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 I guess a sandbox because well, maybe maybe what, it's a place. What is a sport though? Okay, so when I say the word sport, I'm talking about a contest where where all the variables outside of player agency are controlled for, and in order to do that, you have to have certain assumptions, like the same number of players on each side, the same access to equipment, skills, whatever, those kinds of baseline assumptions. Um, when you when you introduce a third faction, it's inherently imbalancing, which I think I think might be important to the sandbox identity of Planet Side. Maybe I actually kind of like. I think that having three factions actually enhances the ability of those kinds of outfit rivalries you talked about to flourish, because it makes room for politicking. Because it, it it's not just about who's good and who's not and going head to head. It's like you know you can kind of cheese each other and. Um, if you go back to like Planet Side One, which is a game where there was a lot more room for niche outfits to have an impact on the map compared to Planet Side Two, but again, that that's another choice where Planet Side Two is more about like let's make a great individual experience rather than let's make a great group experience. Um, did you play Planet Side One, by the way? I wanted to, didn't have the ability to. I really wanted to, um, but I, yeah, never did. Very, very, very unique thing, um, and very interesting well, time to be a gamer. I don't like three faction on live because sometimes there's just not a fight and sometimes there's not a fight for 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> to me is it's a MMO FPS FPS being, you know, half of the game. Um, I would like to shoot something besides right. me pressing my gun against a wall. Um, so that is frustrating. Okay. I don't mind three factions on live, right? But anytime you have an event or something that you can win and you're including a variable, like a third faction or outfit, it becomes a little weird to me. Sure. Sure. The idea of like, I, I just I think of what is there another game that does that where they they have a game and then they're going to create an event for this game that you have to qualify for that you have to work super hard to qualify for which is going right. to be changed right you have to kill as many people all these things just to qualify and then but you're telling me it's casual or it's um it's not a sport or whatever you know what I'm saying right. like that's where it becomes a little weird to me I guess it depends on what what you want it to be. Um, well, and again, that's what they need. I don't think they know what they wanted Outfit Wars to be. They want yeah. to model what live is because this is what Planet Side is. It's combined arms. It's three factions. It's everything. Nothing is restricted. But does that make the, mess, the best gameplay? Do people really want to go to it? It has to be 48v48v48. 48 48 my, my outfit cannot support 48 players, let alone a roster of probably 60. I've said a million times. You need to have again that players. number. Yeah, at yeah, least. Right. So, um, so yeah, 60 is probably conservative. Um, we're gatekept from that, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in a way, and I think the way to go about it unless is unless you dissolve your outfit tw- and combine with another one, 
right? right? Which is not feasible because then then you're only going to have like four outfits on each faction or something. And you're going to go back to the old outfit after it's over. Yeah, it just doesn't doesn't make sense, and it takes away from like the outfit. Yeah, the identity to win or Mm -hmm. this right. Yeah. Um, and so I think a twenty four v twenty four is maybe a more realistic because you have burnout, right? You have how do you replace sixty players or how do you replace twenty four players from the last time that they don't want to do it? Right. It's more difficult to do that, right? It's way more easier to right. to replace if you know six people out of a twenty four roster. And again, I'm not saying large fights are bad, um, but we see in MLG there's just not that many good players, right? So when all the players go to a a majority of players go to Nuck and strength and Nuck and air tanks and infantry, and I have four good players on my team, you know, it's just it just doesn't it's it's demoralizing. It's just very I don't know. It doesn't work out. It's just, there's just not enough of a pool of players, and I think that's why I failed. But I could be wrong. I hear what you're um, saying, and this is one of the main reasons I wanted to ask you on. Um, if like I actually watched your your shows you did on. So you you have a podcast you do with Shockter, which, yeah. which I want to come back to and talk about a little bit more detail. But you guys had great discussions about plant side infantry league and outfit wars back to back, and you definitely compared compared them to each other. Um, and I actually really love pill and i love the old farmers league format that was kind of its 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 grandfather you know um when i was first what first motivated me to really play planet side two because i didn't play it at release um actually i was i was living in europe without a gaming pc when planet side two came out um but in late 2014 early 2015 the farmers league was starting and i was like oh shit this is cool i want to play some planet side (laughs) Farmers, oh my this gosh. This is cool, yeah. and I, I know it's a bit of a meme, right? But no, no, I just, uh, we try to get into it, and it's a meme now uh, against Bax, but go ahead, though. We'll talk oh, about it later. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, uh, um, Sorry to interrupt you, man. I no, 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 I want to ask you about that in a second. I'm just, I'm just pinning it in my head so I don't forget. So, uh, but yeah, that, having that as like um, something to shoot for, is like, oh, I would love to participate in this, like be in a team. That looks fun to me. That would motivate me to actually play on live, to improve my skills, to um, be, become a good shooter, learn learn how to move, learn learn how to communicate, all those things. That looks really fun. Having like a um, like almost like a dominance hierarchy of some kind. Where yeah, oh, for sure. Th- this used for to motivate sure. me hugely when I played MMOs a lot. I, I played WoW a lot back in um, when it first came out, um, and I loved the days of pre-transmog World of Warcraft where you knew what people went through to get the gear they had just by looking at them. And I loved playing an an orc warrior with all my ugly ass on Kiraj gear that it was terrible looking. The colors were, were orange and purple and who the hell designed this. And I would, this is not look cool warrior like, but I had the status of having gotten that item. And back then, not a lot of people did that raid. And so people, or you couldn't buy it, right? Yeah. You couldn't put money on it. You couldn't buy it and you couldn't fake it. You couldn't buy the skin somewhere. In order to get that, you had to go to the raid with 39 other people and kill this boss. And not just Preach. once, but Preach. probably like 15, 20 times. Um, yep. it, it, was a, it was a marker of, of status. And like to me, watching people show up at the Farmers League, it's like, oh shit, these are like these, there is like a high status planet man. Like there's something right. to shoot for. And when you have someone at the top, that implies a progression. And that's, I think for me, super motivating to be like oh like there's a ladder i can climb yeah and for me like i i like directives like it's kind of cool to have that and i I chat with relevant about about directives too and we talked um but i'm not like achievement 
oriented. I'm not achievement driven. I really like same. Even though I yeah same same though. Even though I, I like for like a hundred thousand, but yeah. Yeah, and I, I really like I markers of social status in these kinds of things. We're like, okay, this this thing is great. The game gave me a pat on the back, but I don't care what the game thinks. I care what the community thinks. And if the community yep. has decided that this thing is valuable and this thing is is admirable, that's what I want to go for, and that's fun. And, right, you can, and it's fun to flex on people, right? And meme and do all those things and troll with that status, right? Yes. Like we beat you guys in Farmers League. Sorry, you guys got third. Yeah, or you guys didn't even score any points. But go that ahead. is gold. That is gold for a game like Planet Side. You want those kinds of um, antagonistic kind of things because that brings that means communities together. To people want yeah. it to be meaningful, not why are we capping this base with ninety thousand people, and no one here to shoot. I mean, again. Different people, different aspects, but I like. The, I'm the same way as you. I, I do that in real life. Like when I, at my job, I want to be like the best person in my job, right? I just want to. So I, I, yeah. I, I get that status of like being number one or being like top five or something. Um, so I agree with you 100. Um, oh, dude, I have this crazy. There's so much here to unpack. Yes. Um, so going back to Service Mesh, okay. just to show you, and maybe we'll see. I'm curious how you'll take this, but you okay. know this whole idea of like I want to be on live and I want to do whatever I want to do. If that were the case, and we were Silver Smash is competitive in a way, right? Okay. It was. It got mm -hmm. to a point where it got really intense. So when the devs came, and I, I wasn't part of the leadership team, I didn't want to mess with that bullshit. Um, but they were like, "Hey, Waterson and Maston, we'll, we'll let you guys play for server name, right?" Mm -hmm. That became a big deal. Yeah, that, there was actually something on the line. It wasn't money, it wasn't any of that, but it was like, you know, Waterson, dude, fuck these dudes. We're it's Ashton. pretty cool. It's a cool idea. Uh, AC's over here, DA, whatever. Yeah. They're they're Vanu, but I'm NC backs, and you know, there's they meme on me or whatever. But okay, we're on the same team now. It's, we don't really give a shit about that anymore. We're gonna put that aside for a second. We're gonna go shit down Waterson's neck, right? Yeah. Um, where like you know the the team comes together essentially. Yeah. AOD's All the in battle. There. AOD's in there. PHX is in there. These casual players that are on live, this like almost pretty dab. All these outfits that you know. We were just talking about before, like, well, they just want to, they want the ribbon. No, they want to fucking play for shit that matters too. But there's no restrictions on live. And the, so they're allowed to do it and they will play for it that way. Um, Server Smash by the community set some restrictions. They couldn't pull those things. Guess what? They still fucking wanted to be there. Mm -hmm. They're still pulling up 48 players for that mm -hmm. or 12 or whatever the restrictions were mm -hmm. for the event. It meant something to them. Okay. Yeah. And even though those restrictions were in play, it wasn't like, well, I can't pull my anti-infantry max. I, I don't want to, I don't want to go. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They got farmed into the ground, but they were needed. I can't put a four hundred v four hundred team together, or the, <laughs> you know, the team can't put a four hundred v four hundred team together without them, right? Yeah. But so the other team can't either, right? So you have like your good outfits, your good infantry players, you have your good air players, mm -hmm. and you have, you build this team around that, right? And everyone cared that was there for the most part, or maybe not everyone. Some people are like, whatever, I'm just going to farm people or whatnot, but. Huh. That's my point. You gave us something, or the community actually, the community put something together in their own light that is plant side, but it's not plant side, right? It's not right. three factions. It's it's not uh, you know you can't pull maxes or anti infantry maxes, and in, in some of them, some of them mm -hmm. we could, but you know there's restrictions, and we came together and we did that and we enjoyed it, and then we fought for something that actually mattered, right? Right. In a in a way, and that was pinnacle plant side. That moment was pinnacle plant side for me. Outside of the alert meta, capping the tech plant, yeah, or capping you know four or whatever. I don't know, you needed nine or nine. There was nine tech plants, or then you cap five or whatever it was. And I'm sorry I missed those days. Yeah, yeah, but my point is, the more ribbons we bring in, those things just go. Why have why have why have why have those things gone away? AOD's still here. Mm -hmm. Why is suit gone? 
why is Max pretty much dead? Where's AC? D8 has come back, but okay. You know, we'll see. Maybe that's because of Pill. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, I'm glad they're here, but bro, I could go down such a long list. Why are they gone? Yeah. What's the point of being in an outfit if there's nothing to fight for or to, you know, or you're a smaller outfit, but you you, you can't compete against these large, or give us something like Server Smash to compete for, but that dwindled down, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, why, do you, why, why did Pill, Pill 2 or Pill Invitational get 250 views on Twitch? I don't get mm-hmm. 250 views. I don't get 100. Mm-hmm. Why, why is that? People do want people, to see does that. Does that it's show that people want? That's honestly, it's the it's I, to me besides like um, Winter Game or somebody like that that already has viewers and brings them. Yeah, over he has to a huge built-in audience. <laughs> yeah, Pill was just hey, we're doing a tournament. Check us out by the community for the community, and we get 250 views. That tells me something. That yeah. tells me something, right? Um, it should tell other people there. something as well. Yeah. That's my point, though, and it's just like, I, it's not just me that thinks that, right? And it, I think about now that I have a kid, it's like. Or when I was a kid, it's like, oh, I really, I just want to go out and party every night. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, you have, you have a job, or you're in school, and you probably should pass your classes. Like at the very minimum, maybe you shouldn't go out every night, and you got to regulate yourself. Or maybe when I'm even younger and I don't know these things, I want to go out. And my parents say no, um, but maybe there's a good reason or something, right? Like I feel like yeah. you almost have to do that with plants. It's like, dude, we have to like. Yeah, we're gonna give them. If you give me a box of Oreos, I will eat them all. My mom gave me four. <laughs> probably a smart yeah. idea. You can't, Literally, she restricted me to You four. don't give your kids candy every single time they ask for it. Because so, they're going to so eat it. So should the game the same give idea. players boxes every time they ask for it? Is that that's the connection that's what, you're I, making? It's a little different. Yeah, I guess that's far out no, there. No, no. It's, in it's, a way, it's valid. In a way, I it think. applies. That's how I feel about it. Like, if you're going to give somebody this, it's like, well, get, and like okay, well, I'm going to use it then, right? If uh-huh. you don't, then they won't. And we've we've seen both sides of it. We've had the resources early on like this and now we have them like this okay like right. i don't know and again i'm sure the devs have data 2020 2019 2018 maybe even way back when but data is such a huge thing now i'm sure they have data on things and maybe it's like the data shows that you know the infantry players elite infantry players suck and they're in a small base of the community and you know the aod's and mm-hmm. the casual players that play for six months and quit those are the ones that are buying things and stay in the game and regardless of what i think it doesn't matter that's what's driving the revenue and that's what we're going to do so mm-hmm. i could be wrong but we don't have that information so i'm not sure yeah. this is how i feel because i want good gameplay good content you know how many people have left good the game and I'm like, i've never seen them again in my life and I, they're like a friends of mine that, that i played the game with for like three or four years like shocked mm-hmm. her literally left for five years disappeared damn then he we'll comes back, back and it's like i I don't know. I, I can't remember. COVID, I think. And then, like, he's like, you know, he was in some other discords. And then, I don't know. I think I started talking a little bit. And maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. But he came back okay. and I was just kind of okay. like, oh, welcome back. Cool. Like, cool. And he's kind of like eb- ebbing away from the game a little bit. He's like, I mean, eh, you know. Yeah, he's had his But that, that happens. Yeah. Yeah. And that happens. It's not a bad thing either. But, you know, so many people just don't even want to try the game. They, they've watched Twitch, Twitch streams of it. And it's like, dude, I, I don't want to do that. That looks awful. You just died. Like you know, it's just weird. Yeah. You know, it, or it's like, well, it's not balanced or, again, whatever. That's besides the point. Yeah, and maybe we've gone so far down this rabbit hole, but, but I know we're talking about outfit. It's wars, a worthwhile rabbit hole, man. I think it. I think it underpins a lot. It underpins but, people's frustration with outfit wars. It underpins, I think, some of the the really degenerate community on community interactions, like big grug versus little grug, that kind of mentality. I will and, say, pill invitational slash season two, the toxicity slash the welcoming of newer teams that are not necessarily the top tier players and welcoming them in has been huge and they've done a great job with it regardless of all the burnout and whatnot um but i've I've been it's been a good experience i think in a much better 
um, management team, so to speak. But anyway, sorry. No, no. Let, let's take a break from the deep philosophical questions. Let's take a break from Alfred Wars and talk about Pill. Pill needs its time in the sun. Pill is a plant-side infantry league. Uh, if, like, what, why don't you just describe it for the people who aren't familiar with it? Oh, man. I mean, essentially, it's farmers, I think, was first. Maybe there's some before that, but farmers is what I remember. Then it was um, your Dirtle Dome, maybe, one and two. Then there was Eurodome, but I don't remember. And then I think it was Pill. So there's a progression. Um, yeah, yeah. Like, I think back in Farmers, you could have motion spotters, okay? And then they realize, like, yes. okay, that's that's kind of stupid. Let's restrict that, right? And so, like, there's a lot. There's been a lot of, like, building upon what works. The basics of it, though, good, is not. six versus six, six infantry, infantry, right? That's the right. base. With, with limitations on yeah. what you can use and things like that. But, yeah. And then there's certain qualified bases that they've tested in, in work and that, are good that for center replacements. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, ultimately, it is, it's a game where you get points for killing other players and then you also get points for capping the base if you were to cap it or to recap it so it has both elements in it it's not just um kills only right you can cap um and get points that way as well mm-hmm. uh, and it's just a, it's just a place to get uh, have a balanced competitive as much as you can have the competitive uh, mm-hmm. implant side um and just get away from live and like experience something different um that is just pure infantry um, just take a stroll through yeah. the through the infantry league. Nice, relax, you know, trip to uh, Pale Canyon. That's one of the bases, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of People the OG bases. Pale Canyon because it was yeah, it was one of the OG bases. Yeah, and I, and it is from the community by the community, right? But it's something that I mean, there's only people that only play Jaeger, that only play in like six v six, right? Yeah. Um, but that extends the life of the game for, you know, for it's a good thing because people stay around for it, right? Server Smash, people stay around for it, or outfits, people stay around for it, or right. good, good, memorable content. Like people stay around for that. And right. that's what I want to create is just good experiences for people on live or mm-hmm. in something like Pill. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's intense, man. And people, some people take it way too seriously. Um, it wouldn't be fun if people didn't. That's the fun thing. Exactly, exactly, exactly. I agree 100%. Yeah. So did you play in Pill Season 1? Um, <sighs> Yeah, season one. You mean invitational, or you mean like break it down? Like, very... so we're about to start pill season two. What what pill came before this season? It was just pill one, right? Okay, I'm so bad at this. I did play in the first one. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it was pill. I can't remember if it was pill or Yodom or Dodom. What was I your experience of played... it? It was great, man. It was fun, dude. It was just something like I was content with it being once a year or maybe even twice a year, uh-huh. and it was always something that was like we never know if there's going to be another one, right? Yeah, um, just because there's, there's a lot, a lot of, of community drama effort. And like, oh yeah, and it's all free. No one's getting paid, and everyone's bitching, right? Yes. And then Volunteer like I'm, we're trying to play, we're trying to play the Australians, and I'm like, well, wait, wait, oh, you, you can't play it four o'clock in the morning on Thursday. That's, I was like, dude, I have a rough. life, I can't. That's rough. Uh, but I mean, it's just part of you know. That's just doesn't matter what game you're playing, <laughs> whatever. Um, that's just part of the fun of it. Um, but um, it was just something that was widely different. There's no like, I miss playing flag football. I miss playing sports, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody had to explain to Zoe, right? I'm like, look, like I've had eight concussions. I've had two Ouch. from flag football. I have had, I played pick, like, tackle football pickup games. Um, just got smoked in, in the head by a knee, like, you know, by some 400 pound guy. Like, um, and like, I don't know if you know, but every, every, after you have every concussion, like the, it, they're more, you're more prone to them. And you're more prone to them being more severe. Yeah. So I've CTE, pretty much retired from. That's yeah, I've retired from. Dome. Yeah, I've retired from sports, though, essentially. And I'm too physical. I don't know if you could tell. Like, I'm very passionate. And so it doesn't matter if it's flag football, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, and I'm competitive. So, like, 
I just I kind of just go all out and like that ends up with me getting injured usually because I'm not being super smart or protective and I'm a guy so um that uh-huh. matters but um uh-huh. so this w, was something that, right <laughs> exactly this was something <laughs> that like I could be competitive in and also not kill myself so right. um and that I like that I soaked it up it's great it was great as a way to showcase your outfit a little bit um you know so did you play um, with backs yeah yeah I played with backs how'd you guys do um, we had a hodgepodge team oh, man I think we've gotten I'm so bad at this. I think we got second like twice. Okay. Um, maybe we got third. I don't know. We've done fairly well though. And um, did you guys like it's practice been limited. stuff? Did you like prepare yourself and drill, or did you just kind of show up and see what happened? So like six v six scrims are just fun in nature. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so we did a lot of that, and then we did a little bit of like theory crafting on bases and like you know. Yeah. What would work better in different scenarios and try to work on some open I and mean, just like fun stuff. What are stuff. some of the differences between um, bases that drive those decisions? I think that there are, there are a lot of people who don't actually know what goes into this and what makes it a fun sport. And I kind of I kind of wanted to surface some of those details. So like you're going to base A versus base B. How would you approach those differently in terms of like team comp or in terms of players you're going to bring? Like how, what, what kind of decisions are made when you're looking at that? I mean, it's like any game. Though. It's like StarCraft 2. Like there's a meta. Yeah. It's like... I feel like as a lesser player, I don't play. I, I only watch. I watch StarCraft two tournaments all the time. I just, like I I have my like in the morning I'll work, and a lot of the Korean stuff is on early morning or late at night. So I'll yeah, just yeah. have it up on the monitor listening to it while I'm doing busy work. Yeah. Um, um, but there's a meta, and I feel like as like a like a lesser player, maybe you're like gold on the ladder or something, right? Sure. You're like, oh my gosh, he did the win on mind drop, or he did cycle or whatever. Like, and then like that's the only thing you can do, right? You can only do these limited things, and then the meta develops. Maybe there's an update that comes out, or maybe just the meta develops, right? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, someone did this thing, and now it's being taken on to. So, plant side pill is much different. Not it's not StarCraft doing to have all this history, right? But you know, there's just different ways of d- approaching comps. Like it's like okay, everyone has one light assault, one infiltrator, and then the rest heavies. And then like all of a sudden, someone had like two light assaults. It's like oh my god, like what just happened? <laughs> and like the openers play out very similar, right? Okay. And then all of a sudden they don't because something's changed or like. Everyone conks over the stairs and underneath at um, ah oh shit, what is that fucking base? Um, Paris Eastern, right? Okay. Um, in the L building, that's like the meta, right? And then like, no one gets hit, no one's there, and then all of a sudden like they're behind you, or they're you know they have they're doing something different. It seems right? like the Whether meta evolves a lot from season to season. It does, even yeah, still, for sure. And then like I like we work on things like different jumps that have like never yeah. been really explored at the base. Like I wonder if we could get to the roof. Yeah. from the other side because like on Ganon you could only get up the roof easily from one side yes, and I worked on a right. jump that would took too long um, so, but it was a new jump and you could get up from the other side and then somebody used it against us and then like it actually worked against us and like it was like it was a nightmare but that's awesome. um, so, yeah it was just kind of cool is, to do that this jump you're talking about is something that non-light assaults can do because there's, there's a high refresh rate bug essentially in the game engine right? where if you have a high frame, frame rate certain surfaces that are vertical you can actually climb by jumping yes and yeah. so like it's at this point it's pretty well known and it's a part of pill like it they've made it a part of yeah. the game right and it means part of life right we all use it on live like everybody yeah. knows on a on a triple balcony mm-hmm. if there's enough height there there's like those two like ramparts at the, on the far edges and you can space bar up those right yeah and it gets you to the balcony and then you can go from um you can space bar up and get into the window off a balcony okay mm-hmm. you can space bar up you can go you can get up to the window go on, go on the window and then space bar up to the roof okay mm-hmm. you know a lot of salt like people know like the like the normal ones and, and which ones work at which bases and mm-hmm. then so i just tried a different area different surface and sometimes one surface one wall that looks exactly the same at this base you can climb 
at this space you cannot and mm -hmm. so we're just like practicing around different jumps and like we were able to discover that jump and then it's a rare kind of almost useless but again somebody used it and, and it worked and it was beautiful to see yeah so those type of things are just fun to do or like everyone like on live mm -hmm. back in my zerk fit days like you know we'd spawn in like everyone just run like what's the shortest distance to the a point of course that's where the defenders are and everyone's going like to mow you down there uh -huh. it's like dude i'm like dude just use your brain go to the small take the teleporter that what's that teleporter oh that's what that thing is i played the game for seven years and there's a, no one like, uses i the swear there's there's a lot of players like that i was like small stairs skinny stairs i didn't know that existed i thought you had to go to double and so the same thing applies like pills like not on that cringy scale or maybe whatever depending on how you feel about it but the meta is okay everyone's going to do this thing or we're going to push this way or like like a pale cannon like if you wait five seconds on the south side like you can the majority of the time the team mm -hmm. will pass the v they'll go into the triple and they'll start like testing the boundaries and like where's the where's the bolt at yada 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 if you wait you can go on like this deep flank and you can kind of get behind yeah. everybody and get some easy kills that people aren't expecting so it's just like taking what the meta is and then trying to work ways around what that meta yeah, is that to do different things fun. to work. It yeah. is fun. And then like not taking it too seriously, like, okay, hey, if, like you're gonna hold these stairs here. Uh, and then you know, some people do that, which is fine, and it works for them too. Uh, you know, some people like laugh at that or think that that's crazy, but then sometimes it works against them and like, mm -hmm. okay, damn, maybe we should take it a little bit more serious. Or yeah, it, it's just it's just interesting because you think a team's bad. I said it B way before in the invitational, I was like, they're gonna they're gonna surprise some people, and they did, they did really well. Mm -hmm. Um, because they but they devoted a lot of time to it and 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 practiced a lot, right? That's so the way. That, so <laughs> there you go nice nice yeah but um yeah no it's just a it's just a different thing and it's something that's competitive as much again as much as it can be in planet side and it's just something that's different I and mean, it's just fun to have that and it's, it's for someone like me that like i enjoy playing football or sports in general and i can't do that like i used to do this is something yeah. that i can supplement for especially as i get older i hate golf but yeah. as like learn golf you can play when you're 400 years old and i was like ah I think I'll drive the cart and drink beer, I guess, if my friends go. I'm just know. not into it, you know? But yeah. some people yeah. are. I, I people never can understand fun. golf. It, it, it's, also, it's also not a team game, which I, I think for a lot of guys is a is like an ant doesn't scratch the itch. You can play as a team game, but I mean, it's and there's no, cool. and there's no like, physicality. Whatever. Like, I know it's not the same with, with shooters, right? But there's a viscerality, right? When you're playing a, right. a game like Planet Side. Right. I, I think I get for what you're sure. saying. Um, I really love Pill. And part of me is wondering whether it's the kind of thing that a Daybreak or a Rogue Planet could even have done as well as the community is doing it. Ooh, man. Well, I mean, if we take Planet Side Mindset of the devs and what the direction is, no. Of I'm just thinking like, like, like an alternate universe where Planet Side really embraced like this kind of player and made. Well, one, they like, still can. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Two, um, I think there's this, and real quick, I'm sorry, I'm all over the place, but and then, it interrupt man. you, so interrupt me. But I think there's this fear of taking away from live. Yes. Taking away from, we don't want to take outfit wars, whatever it is, right? Um, I was surprised they did but there's, that. Because yeah, I, I yeah. feel like I, I was aware, I, I was, the sense I'd always gotten is that to pull players away from the live sandbox was a risk because that's where all the money was being made. That's where all, that was the entire game. But if you create something that is monthly or you right. know, you, you every two, it. three months, but then it's like, but we got to grind up for this big event. Yeah, that's you want to practice. Meaningful that I'm not going to get double teamed because it's a three, but it's like something that like has meaning, but is also semi balanced in whatever nature that is, even with yeah. combined arms, that makes people play live more. Right. We saw that with 
Alpha Wars, and then people realize, okay, maybe it's not what we thought it was going to be, and we're going to we're going to step back. Are they burnt out or whatever? You know. Yeah. Um, so the idea there is okay, but they, I do feel like there's this fear of losing people from live. But my thing is like something like pill is what is what people want. Some, a group of people want, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some people will just refuse to play live at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like if you're not gonna, you know, does that make sense? Like, there's no fear of pulling people from live. I mean, I guess you could pull new players into it, and that takes from live, and all they want to do is Jaeger. But I feel like as a dev team, if you were to support that, make rewards for it. Um, you could almost monetize it in yeah. a way that it's not paid, but you know what I'm saying? You could almost like embrace it and then like bring it into the fold. Okay, fine. Two, 700 people like to pay pill, but then out of the 700 foreigners still play live. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean, like, I think part I don't of it, know. Too, and again, but it's still high risk, right? I guess it's, there's yeah. risk there, but yeah, I think it's, I think that I, I'm guessing that part of it too has to do with just a, a knowledge of um, development resources. Like what, what, what can you that, do? Yeah. And if, if you're going to put time into something, you might as well put time into something that most players are going to get to experience. And this is this is one of the, one of the problems I see in actually other live services games. Um, another one that I really enjoy uh, or have enjoyed in the past was Guild Wars 2, for example. Actually, came out exactly the same year as uh, roughly the same time that Planet Side 2 did. Um, and that's a game where they were not shy about bringing in new game modes, but a lot of them were brought in and kind of iterated on and kind of abandoned. And it created a right. lot of these these community silos or people really would attach to a certain way of playing the game and then the developers forgot about them and right. what ends up happening then is the community kind of eats itself That's where right. i'm i'm a you know i'm a pvp or, or i'm a raider and i don't like if, if i see raid content get released it enrages me because my because there's not enough pvp content coming off of the game and i'm i'm competing for mommy's attention right makes sense that's a great point um, and- but we also have pill because we don't have anything else and that's why I was hoping something like Outfit Wars if structured correctly even with 48 players even with combined arms could still be good right ish like right. Silver Smash that was the intention go ahead though yeah no man absolutely I guess where I, where I come back on it is like so I I kind of got my start doing um, online gaming playing community organized competitive games for an old Half-Life 1 mod called Team Fortress Classic I'm glad you brought that up because we were talking about that before and I was hoping we could hit on that in great yeah. transition. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, we, we can talk about it. Um, and it really showed me the value of community-run events. Um, and it made me really respect what a community can do versus what a game developer can do. And I'm, I'm really fair. interested in picking apart what what that should look like. Um, but basically to do a That's quick... F- quick like history that's fair. That's lesson toughy. that's a tough yeah it, it, they, are, this, they are so different they're connected but they are so different and yeah everyone they depend on different. each other but they can but they can't do the same things and in, in planet side i almost feel like there's this like just, just like there are three factions like there are three kind of like there's the game that developers are, are are kind of responsible for there's the like committed community where you have people who are leaning in and community leaders who are really putting in time and you have the casual community of people who just like kind of show up and maybe play solo or, or join a casual or something like that. And these three things are always bouncing off of each other and sometimes antagonistically. But going back to Team Fortress Classic. So this game comes out in 99. I start playing it on dial-up. I join a clan because I'm just playing on public servers. This is before any kind of matchmaking existed for any game anywhere. Um, and I... Um, just when playing on servers that people hosted out of the garages. 
and I'd see someone wearing a clan tag. I'm like, oh, a clan tag, that's pretty cool. That's a mark of status. I want to explore that, right? And mm -hmm. so I asked me, like, yeah, it's our clan. You can try out if you want. I'm like, ooh, there's like a tryout. I have to be good. That that it intrigues me even more. I try out. I get in. In hindsight, realizing that they would take anybody, but you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I understand. <laughs> it's it, that that was my first gaming community. It didn't go well. I didn't like it. So I said, screw this. I'm making my own. And then I ended up running a clan out of that game. And this is a Team Fortress Classic is a team versus team capture the flag game. It's it's one of the one of the oldest games that has a class based design in it. Um, and uh, games were played of nine players versus nine players. So for a competitive format, in terms of like an esport, it's pretty big. But this is before esports were really viable for anybody. This is like early 2000s. But I ran that clan for three years. And during that time, I went from playing the game because I liked the game to playing the game because I liked the people. And those experiences, the, the 250 league organized matches that we had, had nothing to do with the guys who made the game. We were not taking anyone's table scraps. We were deciding the experience we wanted, and we were making it, and we were putting our own restrictions on the gameplay, and we were policing ourselves. We said, this is what makes for a good competitive experience. We're going to play it this way. There's just one class in the game called the Heavy Weapons Guy. You can only have one per team, otherwise the game's a shit show. It's just too strong. So we restrict it. Um, there's another thing, too, is when you're playing Capture the Flag, you have teams from both sides that are trying to both defend their flag and get the other guy's flag. We, we, you, quick, you quickly find out when you play this way that if the enemy's offenses, like if both teams' offenses shoot each other while they're going to their team's flag, it creates kind of a shit show experience. Like it's not fun. I mean, you aren't actually playing the game. You're just kind of playing to, 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 to meme on each other. And so the leagues would restrict that kind of interaction and police it. And um, all my oldest... Most of my gaming buddies today are people who I played those games with back then. And I was actually talking about this before we started, right? Um, where does my community come from? Like, how did I get started? Um, and the simple answer is that uh, one of my old clan mates messaged me on Facebook and said, hey, come to Discord. I'm like, Discord, well, what's this? Back in 2018. And there was a Team Fortress Classic community Discord, and I joined it. And I started finding my old clan mates and saying, hey, what's up? And sure That's enough... Dope. We'd all gone from being, you know, high school and college age kids um, who knew how to use computers um, to being mostly married, mostly adults with mostly careers and lives and families in some cases. And we're like, holy shit, man, like, what, what do you like now? And you find that it's the same person. They just have more life. And in a way, it's like the connections we can have now is a lot more interesting because we all have a lot, a lot more life under our belts Definitely. That's the start of that community. And actually, when the world went to shit with COVID, um, someone from that that wider community actually made a, a, a new baby competitive league for that game. And I'm casting matches each week for it. Um, Sweet. It's as a fun thing. But that that community started from those people who understood the value of community agency in a video game and those, the, and those personal connections. And yeah, we came together for games, but... The reason we hang together, I think, is not because of those games. It's because, like, we're friends, and I want to know how they're how how they're doing. I want to share my life with those guys. Like, they're my brothers. Yeah, it's um, almost it's a good connection over. I mean, the whole Team Fortress competitively sounds you restricted things sounds like pill a little bit, right? Yeah, Eurodome, whatever. Um, I see echoes of that. 
and like you know the community has kind of developed around that right there's euro euros that i like you know zenora fell i mean you got you know you got people like saying like and now he, they're like they're in our team speaking they're playing different games and like that has kind of built upon it and like yes. yeah there's a lot of memes around somebody like saying or somebody else but sometimes you know you can have a serious conversation with people about just what's going on in your own life or hey like, what kind of job do you have and like um, you know, people ask you questions about different things mm-hmm. outside the game. And then, yeah. So, I mean, you know, you, you're building those relationships and it's awesome, man. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I guess, so when I asked you, like, do you think that pill is something that even planet side the game should be doing versus is it something that's best run as a community event? That's what I'm thinking of. And admittedly, it's a bit of a boomerish approach. Like, I, I don't think games can work that way anymore for the most part. Maybe like small niche games can, but gaming is such a big hobby that like the small tiny part of it that that is like the players who would have taken the time to go through the massive funnel that it took to buy Half-Life, install it, set up an internet connection, connect to a server, message someone who's in a clan, download chat software to connect to them, go through their tryout process, figure out how to download a voice program all on, you know, like I say, before broadband was common. Right, right, it was right. It was a long filter. A lot of friction was applied. And it's almost like if you think about like a marketing funnel, like by the time you get to being in a match with someone, the people you're playing with are like well qualified because if they didn't care, they wouldn't have bothered. Right, 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 right. And games now are are trying to take that funnel and be like, hey, everyone can come in. Everyone, let's be part of the party. We want everybody. Uh, we don't want anyone to feel too much friction because they might leave, and that's bad. Uh, and at the same time, I also feel like there's a growing consciousness that, similar to what you say about having like an achievement, like an, uh, sorry, uh, what's the way to put it? Like a medal, you were calling it, getting medals getting kind of losers trophies thing, that kind of thing. Oh, the ribbon. Yeah. Everyone gets a ribbon. Yeah, Everyone Mentality, gets a ribbon. Right? It's similar to that kind of idea where everyone is treated as everyone is forced to be equal because you want everyone to be in there and they don't feel equal. But the truth is in life and in games, not everyone is equal. Right. Anyway, that was a long ass rant. No, no, no dude, I've, I've like I've had a lot of them. No. So a couple of things to touch on there that I think are smart. I think you're right. Okay. Something like pill. You know, maybe, maybe we don't want the devs to touch it, right? Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's not best for it. And I think the 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 middle ground there is dev support. Yeah, we've got some of it. They've actually, it's not a lot, but they have actually. You know, the observer cams, the accounts. Um, there's been friction there, obviously, but there has been tools provided, and obviously with dev resources the way they are, um, you know, what can they realistically create that's brand new that could help? Probably mm-hmm. not a lot. I mean, I'm sure they could, but like, again, why are you going to do that? Why, why did Rel make me a gold anchor? You know, why is he good? That's on his own time, essentially, right? Uh-huh. And then how are you going to get them to do that? So, um, but more tools or, or ways to, to help would be nice, but leave it in the community's hands. Support in the way that you can, which I think they're starting to do a little bit more, which is awesome. Um, again, we probably want more tools. It, 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 when you're casting it, um, you know, you can't see the enemies through the walls. Like you see other, like, ter- like you know, CSGO and like the ways, you know, they obviously have tools built around the competitive scene. Right. And I'm not saying we, we're going to get that from Planet Side too. And those things would be nice or, or whatever we can get that's more could be helpful and then leave it in the hands of the community. Um, to the other, everyone gets a ribbon, you know, they're opening these things up a little bit. That's what Live's for. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Alpha Wars is a step in the right direction. 
And it is complicated and it is huge and it is do we want combined arms? Do we want it to be 48 v 48 because it'd be 48 because we promised large fights? Do we want it to be right. um, you know, how's it gonna take away from live? There's a lot of things to think about. I get that. It's and I obviously as a player simplify that and I think I have all the answers. But I do think it's a step in the right direction. If you want to be casual, you want to be part of the six thousand people in AOD, okay. But then maybe AOD has the Reapers, right? They're they're better players or the more players that want to they lean in. Try hardy. Yeah. yeah, so maybe you have a part of the community that wants to go to Outfit Wars, okay? Mm-hmm. You can't bring 6,000 players or 1,000 players that are active, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I think doing Outfit Wars is a step in the right direction because I think you do you open up even more, but it's also more narrow, and I think mm-hmm. that's okay. You don't, they don't need the whole life server to, to partake in that, right? Yeah. Um, so I think it's an okay idea to, to, to think about. And to even go back to the old question about Alpha Wars, what I think is the most important thing, and this goes back to really the whole part about Planet Side or gaming in general or anything, uh-huh. is keep it simple. Okay. The wheel works on my car. I'm not going to put a square wheel on it because it's 2025 and I need to have something new. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to get a 4,000 hertz monitor, okay, just because it's 4,000 hertz monitor. I, I, that's a, you know, I'm, I'm exaggerating, right? Yeah. Take stuff that works, keep it simple, and then expand upon it. Alpha Wars was like, Dude, we're going to do everything. And no one fucking uses construction on live, so we're going to put it on Outfit Wars just to hope that people can use it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Again, exaggerating. People use They made a mini live. They just put everything on it. And they're like, okay, um, I hope you guys win. Yeah. Or, you know, just figure it out, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, And it's like, no, give us some direction. Keep it simple. And then add stuff in. Oh, construction doesn't work? Okay, we'll take it out. That didn't work. Okay, we'll take pieces of it and we'll try that. Okay, yeah. that didn't work or did work. We'll keep it. Start start with what works and yeah. build upon that. That's that which goes back to my point of like really simple, consistent, decent updates that are in line with core gameplay. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to test other things, put that on the side and bring those in as we go. But I think that would be much easier for Outfit Wars to build upon. Sure. Um but so again, like, that's biased, but I'm trying to think about like what that what that could have looked like for, for Outfit Wars. Like what if they made Desolation like a live continent that there was a way to get on, you know? reliably and then you, they could play test the continent and they could they could put certain rules on it like say it, full, full it's construction, a stressful no thing to think about right right and right right, right. I'm, I'm thinking about like what that stepwise approach to Outfit wars would be and obviously it, its identity is kind of up in the air at the moment um it seems clear to me that it's best as an expression of the live sandbox like a like a a heightened expression of the live sandbox because it clearly doesn't do what server smash was trying to do it clearly doesn't do what pill does um and i guess the question in my mind is whether it needs to that's fair that's fair um i think server smash is a niche that you could play off of even more than the devs did which i think uh-huh. it sounded good because they're like we're gonna do it and then i feel like we didn't get almost any of that yeah but you could take things that worked from it things that work from live and maybe try to mesh those, and maybe that's what we're doing. I don't know. And then we're just experimenting. The thing is, it's such a big out, the, the idea of outfit wars and what you want that to be is it is just a battle in and of itself. Yeah. Um. You know, it's not an easy solution. I don't even have the solution for it. You know, without it being service national pill or something like that already, right? Yes, I'm something we, um, we've already seen that we kind of know a little bit about. We've seen it go poorly. We've seen it go well. You know, but works. I don't think service the idea of service mash is a bad place to start even if you were to go 48 yeah. v 48 instead of 400 v 400 because it's outfits right it's not servers yeah right it's outfit smash or whatever you want you know what i mean like the play on that a little bit which is kind of what they're doing they just shrunk it to outfits right mm-hmm. um 
and maybe I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's something different when it's just outfit v outfit instead of outfit v outfit v outfit. I don't know. Maybe it changes know, the whole dynamic of it. I'm trying to think about what we know about what what we know about what RPG will be changing about outfit wars. Um, I don't think they've been very very open yet about what their goals are. Uh, although I can say for sure that Rel did jump on my stream at one point and say that I think I said something to the extent of. Um, it seems like one of my biggest, one of my only complaints about Outfit Wars at the time I was speaking was that it, not enough people got to experience it. And he said that will change. Yeah, and I hinted on that as well. There's no, DD12 literally was an outfit of like 12, I mean, it was a little bit more than 12 players. Uh-huh. A very small niche group. A couple of them come back, new leadership, whatever. They merge with 69KD. They recruit all these people. They have like an, a, a, a platoon on live, maybe even more. I don't remember. Yeah just to try to get an outfit wars yeah. and they played like 12 hours a day it was insane i can't remember like i don't whatever and they didn't get in oh no it's like That's it's sad. like mm, i didn't know that story. sounds sounds like uh and these are like you know there's like actually good infantry players in here, yeah right? there's actually good a to g players in there like they they got everybody right and then it's kind of like wait it's a it, it doesn't it doesn't even translate to outfit wars it's like the way that you have to play or the amount of people that you need to play to get into outfit wars, depending on how many Zerg fits or whatever you have on that faction. Yeah. And but that doesn't have anything to do with Outfit Wars. So I felt very like if you want to be in it, and that's the thing, like AOD doesn't even have to like they might sign up and then not give a shit about it, but they're gonna automatically win or, or yeah. be be in the top three, right? They don't even have to try. Sure. Um so it felt very strange. And I think about StarCraft too. There's qualifiers for a reason and you just go through the bracket and you win and that's how you get in, right? You don't have to mm-hmm. do some mm-hmm. weird a ladder play that you have to do between eight and 10 on Saturday. And it sounds like they're just going to maybe scrap that and just do something much more like if you want to play and you have the players to play, maybe they're going to shrink it from 48. Yeah. You just sign up and then maybe we have a a qualifier bracket. if There's too many teams, right? Yeah. Or we just put you into the bracket like normal, which is a great idea. Cause like, yeah, you gate keeps, you get kept so many teams by doing it this weird way that didn't even relate to what Alfred Wars was. It was a very big disconnect that I'm happy. Yeah, the qualifications and the, and, and the mode itself. Yeah, especially the initial yeah. iteration. I was um, riding along with B-Way during their qualification in the first Alpha Alpha 1 and watched people spend more than half, like people put an insane amount of time. I think there were, there were people who had like three days played in a five-day period. Um, it was bonkers. <laughs> It was bonkers, man. It was not well, good. Also, it led to burnout. Like people went through it and they're like, okay, we're never gonna do that again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like holy shit. Yeah, and, yeah. and like okay, and this is going back to another another kind of question I have about outfit wars is um I is the community clamoring for it to come back? For outfit wars? Yeah. I don't get the <laughs> sense that the community's thirsty for it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I was scared of you gotta be careful dropping something in really hardcore testing it on a live server and then the way that it's structured you burned out a huge portion i could see people like you revamp it you make some good quality changes uh-huh. that people can get excited about and then it's like okay well it's been a month or two it's like i got burnt out i'm willing to try this again or something like that so yeah yeah especially for a dedicated player like you okay yeah very interesting um i'm gonna be very excited to see when we start seeing news or hints about what the next iteration of outfit wars will be be i think unless they really go back to the drawing board that we're kind of it's going to be this mini live thing where it's three factions which as you say is inherently not competitive and 
if it's going to be the best version of itself, maybe the thing to do is to not try to make it competitive and offer some other carrot to players. But then the question in my mind is, if that's if it's a not if it's kind of a casual, not super competitive for fun thing, what would be the thing that would actually motivate outfits to go to the trouble of participating in it? What would that? I'm gonna be? tell you right now, off off the rip. If it's not competitive, you just lost anyone that's left outfit wise that's competitive. Obviously, elite fit, small infantry outfit, and you lost of probably a majority of of the mythics that are left. That if have it's not competitive, it, though, like doesn't that isn't that already not competitive? That's that's what I'm wondering. What do you like, mean? You talked about blind side not knowing what it wanted to be, right? Right. And I'm I'm just kind of throwing a, a, a mental test balloon out there. Let's say that Planet Side knew that Outfit Wars was not going to be a sport. It's not going to be a sport. It's not going to be competitive. What else could it be? And how could it do that well? That's that's a toughie, man. Because like that's so foreign to me and just my life in general. Because I am so competitive and like okay. And I've you know I ran into an issue at my old job. Yeah. Where if I work somewhere, I typically especially career-wise, I have a little bit of passion for the place of work that I'm at, it's right? Like a it's like a guy. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. It's like an outfit almost. It's like, you know, it's the idea of like, I'm going to connect with the people here. I'm going to, and it doesn't always happen, you know? Yes. Um, but it did at my last job and I was like, very, you know, I had a lot of friends there. You know, we, I was on like, you know, I don't, I, I suck at baseball slash softball, but I went to every game. I just got drunk and like, and, and had a fun time with like people there. <laughs> And then it was like so mind-boggling to me once I realized that some people just go to work, do the bare minimum, survive for the eight hours, and go home. And they don't want and anything to do. Just fuck off. Yeah. yeah. They're not even like weird people or anything like that. They're just normal people. But they're like, like, yeah, I'm not going to go to a softball game. I don't, I don't care. I'm just going to – I'm just here to get my paycheck and, and, and leave. And that is something that is so like foreign to me. Which obviously you're seeing with my, you know, with my ideas and, and my my viewpoint. Yeah. That it's, you know, it's it's a very, it's hard for me to be like, so it's just casual. And I do casual things like Among Us or whatnot, but most of the time I, I want, there's usually a win condition. Uh-huh. And when you incorporate a win condition, like I think about when I go to the pool or something, I just mm-hmm. play in the pool. There's no win condition, right? That's casual. Yeah. But when you have a winner and you have a loser or losers in this scenario, it inherently becomes competitive to me mm-hmm. how can you have a winner and a loser and it's not competitive even to the extent that I mean, you I, will you will create a competition if the win conditions aren't either clear enough or interesting enough right and i think there's different levels of competition yeah you throw money at you tell me you win you get ten thousand dollars yeah it's a different world now everything's on the table now i'm tra- you know hundred thousand dollars now i'm training now i'm spending a lot of time on it it's casual in the sense that there's no money attached to it or there's mm-hmm. no reward like mm-hmm. there's no reward in pill right okay yeah. that's casual in a sense and i'll play it accordingly you know i have a family i'm not gonna devote too much time to the idea of pill because the of the win condition right of of what is being presented and you gotta so balance I'm gonna, it do, yeah. yeah i'm not gonna we're not gonna have three scrims a day and practice for four hours a day we're not gonna do that because it doesn't make sense for the win conditions right, right. um so i think there is different levels of competition Okay, yeah. um, even to the degree of outfit wars, but then you throw in three factions, it becomes just a weird. It feels weird to where I don't want to touch it, right? Yeah, and a lot of other outfits don't want to touch it. The wind conditions, and other outfits seem don't a bit touch muddy. it, and there's you shrink the pool of not desire, but um, what's the uh, intrigue, interest? You shrink the pool of interest. Yeah, 
and if Queen you do that versus dap versus or you know versus yeah. skl versus whatever um nc has um, yeah and if, it's, if, it's just, if it's just a bunch of big zerg fits kind of smashing at each or other just three outfits every time like that dies out like there's nothing yeah people there's no viewership, there's will no stop nothing. tuning into it and that's right. i think one of the things that makes competitive events so interesting and i've i've seen this in my little bit of tfc casting experience in this this pandemic league i've been playing in or casting in is the player stories and you don't build good player stories from and i don't care i'm just here to, to put in my time mentality or i'm just here to get my ribbon mentality I have a, a similar, I, I wish I could provide a better counterpoint to you here because I'm I'm the same kind of guy you are. I don't understand people who just show up and, and turn their brains off. I don't know why you'd want to do that. It seems like like an abdication of life almost. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong. Life, real life bleeds into, you know, some people are like, dude, I, you know, some people work three jobs, work 15 hour days, whatever it is. And then they don't, they don't care about trying hard to plan. Well, people too. like that gag. need, people like that need it. They need to just yeah. relax. Absolutely. Right. right. But um, they're also not going to be like, oh, I'm going to go to Outfit Wars. No, I have live, right? Like, that's the disconnect that I'm seeing here is like, we're creating yeah. a separate event, but why? To be casual? We already have casual. And uh, and most of my friends won't play a game like Planet Side because it requires so much of that intrinsic internal motivation. They're going to play the AAA titles that are coming out that interest them. They're going to play Last of Us. They're going to play The Witcher. They're going to play Cyberpunk when it comes out, you know? Like they're they're gonna do the tour of easy, high stimulating to consume, not personally challenging. Um, you know, there are exceptions like a good chunk of my 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 buddies from the TFC community played through Doom on Nightmare, the new Doom on Nightmare. Um, but that was they are all ex competitive shooter players, so that was kind of like a almost like a throwback experience to challenge themselves that way. But most people, you know, it's just like it's in a way. It's kind of thrilling because it shows that the, the hobby of gaming has gotten so big that it's not just like the try-hard sweaty nerds that are going to be bothering to invest themselves like it was back in those TFC days. Um, but I think what it all kind of comes back to for Planetside is that question of identity that you raised, I think, very rightly. What does Planetside want to be? When I spoke with Rel, we talked about how the Escalation update expanded the sandbox of planet side brought in a lot of new toys for players which i think is for the sandbox is always valid um new tanks you know a huge new airship that, that's exciting for everybody i'm not sure how excited people still are for bastions but well it's um, other thing how, how long does this excitement last for what you're offering and, and bringing into the game yeah it was exciting that and they do the trailers very well who does trailers for planet side as well yeah i agree i, say. I agree they create good hype and um mm -hmm. go ahead Oh, I was just going to relate that to another comment that Rel actually one of the places where he really stopped me in my tracks in that interview, and I wish I did a better job of, of, of tunneling into it, was when we started talking about the actually what um, he was teasing the, the forthcoming campaign emission system that we got to see on Friday. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, what do you think about intrinsic versus extrinsic motivation? About people who are internally motivated versus people who are motivated by having you know a carrot to chase or something like that. And the sense that I got from him, he didn't say it, but the sense that I got from him is that he prefers games that that surface intrinsic motivations in people. People who want to get 100,000 anchor kills, maybe. Um, versus games that kind of lead you along by the nose and say, oh, go do this, go this, go do this, go do this. And I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know if the mission system is like... And the 
and the campaign system is like his favorite thing to be working on, even if he may recognize its utility and importance. But um, I think that it's a worthwhile question. And I don't know. I, I feel that there's an eternal dance in games, between games and dedicated gamers of, can you give me enough of a structure to build interesting, to, to express my intrinsic motivations in, to engage players like, like you and, and maybe like myself too? Um, or is it just a case of people are going to obsess over what they're going to obsess about and you have no control over it? Or do you just respect the dollar bill and make gameplay for people who want to spend daybreak cash? I mean, at the end of the day, um, it's a business. It's a business. And I'm, I'm sure RPG has data on the types of players who spend money. For sure. I've, I've been for public sure. in saying that whenever I play the game, I support it because I mm -hmm. like to, it, it's part of how I invest myself into a game. Part of it is my time. Part of it is my, 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 my money. And, you know, because streaming and talking to people is my side gig, I can do that. Um, right. and, uh, it's just, it makes the game more fun for me. Um, but I'm, yeah, jump in. I have a question for you. Yeah, sure. Okay. I think about streaming. I think about Twitch. I think about what drives views, content being one of them. So Tim Tatman, Fall Guys, not a competitive game, right? I mean, there's yeah. a winner. Um, that's content, right? Him not winning a match for X amount of time, right? Okay. Um, nets him his highest viewership, right? Yeah, I saw that. Okay. So there's that's one side of it, which... In a lot of the ways, plant side is it's it's hard to offer that, okay? And it's so niche kinds of inside of the game, yeah. Right, because it's like, okay, I love infantry, elite infantry, so I'm gonna watch Aflick or I'm watching Zyros, Leroy, yeah, 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 Lex. But I don't want, I don't care what AODs, platoon leaders doing on Twitch, so I'm not gonna watch that, right? So it's hard to transition over to that, or like I don't care about pilots, and there's a pilot streaming, okay? So I don't go to history, and yeah. so you have these like different bits. So plant side Twitch struggles, I think for viewership because of that, because it's hard to, to connect those communities together. Um, but then I think somebody like like Nick Mark, a big streamer, so we'll use like Nick Mark, Marks, right? But like they like they have good views, but then like they do a tournament, right? Mm -hmm. That generates more views. Mm -hmm. It's competitive. A lot of those people that are watching are casual, mm -hmm. but it does drive views. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I think something like Pill, like 250 views, probably the largest thing in the last several years besides established streamers like Winter Gaming coming over. Yeah, or dev streams. It gets it, or yeah. or right or dev streams, that's going to generate views, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's something that like makes me think that like that's something that the community wants. And maybe the data says that you know majority of players like two Twitch viewers are elite infantry players. Okay, what mm -hmm. maybe that's what it is. But I compare it to other streamers and what generates their views. So it's either really good content that's funny and engaging, and like that's down to the streamer, not so much the gameplay. Yeah. Okay, Tim Tatman wasn't winning, so it became like a meme, funny it's thing. Everyone was talking about it. Yeah, right. And maybe he leans into it a little bit. Maybe he doesn't. Whatever. I'm sure. I mean, he also already funny. had a huge community. It's not like he's an overnight Correct. success story from that. Right, but he just still blew up beyond what he's yeah. normal. Like hitting going over hundred thousand is big, right? For yes. him, it was. Yes. Um, but then I look at somebody like Nick Marks. It's like okay, he has he's playing COD all the time. Okay, mm -hmm. no tournament. He has good viewership. Tournament. It goes up, right? Mm -hmm. um, people like competition, whether or not they're good at it, whether or not they participate in it, whether or not they can or cannot yeah. participate in it. And that drives views, right? And views 
is money for him in that scenario. Yeah. So I think about plant. And maybe I'm going way too crazy with this, but I think about plants. I think like, okay, pill creates views. Outfit wars, if you structure it correctly, could create views. It could be something that works. Why are we streaming it? Why are we trying to get you know we're Archie streaming it? We're bringing these people in. You know, plants like two devs are, are bringing these people in to 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 to, to support it. Why are we supporting it if it's casual? Like, what are, you know what I'm saying? So like, if I, and maybe this is again too much. I'm thought here but mm-hmm. no, go, keep going we're trying to get somewhere mm-hmm. but that somewhere with what we have doesn't ever seem to work in most places we yeah. know what works is like competitive scenes tournaments or really good content right we know that outfit wars off the rip is not going to provide good content it's it's being tested on live essentially right it's the first it's off it's it's not the 30th call of duty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so like i see that's where i'm i i, I feel like my dad is coming from almost as like these things work. We have proof that works, at least on Twitch. You know, right. we see. But why are we not trying that in a, in a more structured, restricted so way that's different? Your I question. Know, maybe that's, I don't know. I'm kind of whatever. No, no, it's it's worthwhile, man. I I, I think it, you're, you're driving something something that is interesting and worth worth exploring. Um, well, it goes back see, to my point. I, I don't think it should be casual. Go yeah. L- let me see if if I can rephrase the question and see if I understand. Um, so you've observed, correct me by the way, I've also shared this observation, that competition drives views. Events drive views like this. Um, you saw it with Pill, you know, a few hundred viewers, which while that's really remarkable for Planet Side, in the grand scheme of things, it's not great. Correct. Okay. So just got to be honest about that. But you are correct in saying it did create a high point of community streams for the game. And um, for me... I mean, just side note, those streams look fucking great. Like, whoever did the overwork on those overlays, bang up job. So I think what you're what you're asking is why doesn't Daybreak Games, the publisher, or Rogue Planet Games, the developer, find a way to drive Twitch viewership, which drives interest in the game, using competition? Is that what you're well, asking? The reason I use Twitch is because it's 2020. Everyone's on Twitch now. Well, Twitch is huge. Um, it's important. Right. So... Not even free so to much play like games. it drives viewership, but like we know that like people like competition. People like to like watch it. People like to partake in it. And it's been like that since forever, right? Regardless of what it is. Uh-huh. Um, even like a casual game, like Fall Guys, right? I mean, maybe that was a meme when they're talking about you know, the esport team thing part of it. But like you know, they even have like competitions in that essentially. Like that's something that's casual, but still can be competitive in, in a way. And I'm just saying, like, what I feel like there's a disconnect where sometimes with plants that it's like it. We know it. It can work. And I guess they test it with MLG, so maybe I'm just crazy. And they're like, we don't want to go down that path again. And it's working-ish the way that it is, and then maybe they're content with it. Maybe that's maybe it's not even a question to ask, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something that I'm too passionate. I want too badly that I'm too narrow-minded. And you want to see focus. more of, of of the competitive thing come out because you know you like it. You know it's good. You see people resonate with it, and you wonder why there isn't more more. And it can still be casual. Yes. By nature, though, it doesn't have to be no maxes, no air. Like, you don't have to put... Server Smash was not my ideal isn't, Hill 6v6. Yeah, isn't Outfit Wars but I liked it. supposed to be that, though? Wasn't Outfit Wars exactly what you're talking about? Like a casual, stream-friendly kind of competitive thing? Yeah, but I just don't... There, there's no traction to be gained there. Cause there's, and it's tough, though, because it's like in Server Smash Struggle, it's like, how do you stream that? How do you stream? There's yeah. battles going all over the map, right? Yeah, so it, it's like it, it, you're hard at to this capture. battle, but you're missing you're missing what's going on over there, right? And now you introduce a third element to it. 
Yeah. And then on top of that, with the third element, you're trying to pro- you're trying to promote this, right? Mm-hmm. By streaming it and bringing people in to stream it for you. But then it becomes this whack-a-mole game of like, oh, there's guys at this base, we go here, now they're not here, now they're over here. Um, the first intro of it, you're driving to a base and you're capping the points and there's no action mm-hmm. off the rip. You know what I'm saying? Like those. It's hard to, yeah. I, actually, I found that the best way to to watch those those vods of the Microsoft Fit Wars games were actually to watch player vods with comms in them. Exactly. The comms. My were, point is, like, why even care if it's casual? Competition naturally drives desire, and you start like, uh, like, yeah. Oh, like, you know, like, oh, LeBron James. You know, like, you start like you start getting with players like saying like people like you know Leroy or um, et cetera, et cetera. Like you can you can like get behind people and like cheer for people or be excited for people. And when it goes too casual, there's almost like, why am I even? Why do I care about this? Why do yeah. I? Yeah. Well, I mean, why am I watching? I want you know, Bax is gonna fight outfit from Miller. And we want mm-hmm. Bax is representing Emerald, so we want them to win, or you know, just mm-hmm. weird things like that. And again, maybe I'm going too deep with it, and they're slowly gonna get there, and they're and the, you know, by testing. Yeah. I don't. We can go to a different topic, by the way. We don't have to stay on this one. This That's okay, man. Um, I'm trying to stand up an answer to your question and and see see how it see how it matches up. Um, why doesn't Planet Side lean into its lean into its potential as a competitive game. It's actually a good question. And actually... Just more competitive and more like... Not necessarily a competitive game because like it, it isn't more competitive, necessarily though. that. I think that right. actually it's... I think it's actually much more competitive than people give it credit for in a lot of ways. Um, and I think one of the easier oh, ways to, to capture that is by looking at the new player experience. The new player experience for most people is either I solo and I get killed by Planetside Gods like Aflick who's probably making 600,000 kills. Or maybe if I'm lucky, I find a community who will take me and let me zerg around and then talk shit about people who are planetside gods. And then there's the whole big grug versus little grug kind of animosity, right? And Which I, I know, think is good for the game, ultimately. Yeah, probably. It creates, it creates competition there, right? Right. In a way. Yeah. I have more players to shoot and kill and I can rack up high numbers and maybe cap the base and then you're trying to put me down because I'm a hacker yes. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and actually, uh, Lex and Chats made a, made a really good point that I want to riff off of, saying the vast majority of player base sees the word competitive as a bad word. I think that there's some truth to this. Um, and I also think that it doesn't have to be this way. So I'm going to compare this to, again, back to Guild Wars. Uh, if no one, you don't know anything about Guild Wars, one of the, the, the most important thing to know about it is it was designed from the get-go to be the anti-MMO. And what it means when it says anti-MMO is it's all about skipping the shitty parts of an MMO. It's about skipping drama, skipping grinding, skipping all the things that are perceived to be bad or negative or drive people like MMOs, but give you the payoffs. You get to fight dragons with other, with other players. You get to get loot. You get to progress. Um, that, I think, over time, and I talked to, the guy I talked to last week, Mighty Teapot, they actually had a really great segment on that about the, the toxic casuals of Guild Wars 2, which is exactly the kind of concept that Lex is, is pointing out. Is it if yeah, you people make don't it, talk about that? <laughs> well, it, it's dangerous it. too. It's dangerous too. You get eviscerated if you talk about this topic. Um, but if you create a game that is always trying to find ways to make it more, st- mm, boy, how do I even put this? If you have a competitive event like Alpha Wars, if you, you don't have to partake in it, you just play on live. You want to be casual, you go to live. If, you should if, have, if you there take, should be some avenue to feed competition. Yeah. It's kind of like you have those players in any game you have. If you take all the corners, if you pad all the corners on the playground, 
and prevent any child from falling over by constantly hovering over it in case it should lose balance. If you do all these things to protect the new player from having a bad experience, you also prevent them from having experiences that will point out to them where the, how they can actually improve or, or what the game is actually supposed to be about. So you make it possible for a new player to jump into a max suit every single time they spawn. Oh, this is a max game. This is my max game. I'm going to play in a mech suit. Rather than saying, no, this is a game about combined arms. It's a game about hardcore infantry dominance in a brutal sandbox that, that that's punctuated by force multipliers like tanks and planes and, you know, bastions or whatever. If they were assets, it would work better. Can I, can I touch on two things here real quick? All right. All right. Sorry. I know this is... No, do it. <sighs> Man, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep things in my brain while, while it, it, and I know you're doing it. the same thing. I keep a notepad. Um, yeah, it's smart. I have nothing here, so lessons learned. Computer. Um, <laughs> by protecting the new player experience, I feel like you've made it worse. I'm gonna tell you right now. I guarantee you, and you know, I don't have the data on it. I guarantee you, I have made less people rage quit this game, uninstall, never play again, mm -hmm. than a new player going to a 70-30 over pop fight. Walking out of the spawn room and dying. What Scat just killed me? A bastion. Blam. A bastion. Or a bastion. Oh, or yeah. an orbital strike. Or I'm gonna tell you right now. Orbital strikes are me. crazy it's right not, now. Yeah, it's not dude, four, five, six at one base. <laughs> I can get away from that. I understand that. I'm gonna tell you right now, Lex is not making play people quit the game. Not yeah. just because he's not playing the game very often. It's not Leroy. Those are not these are not the big rug theory is not why people are quitting this game. People don't like that. Um, if anything, people are like, I want to kill this dude. He's a hacker. I want to kill this dude because he's better than me. Or it, it, in, in my mindset, that's my mindset. I could be wrong about this. But I'm telling you, there are way more annoying things than dying to me six times at a base. Yeah. Actually, I talked and, about and, this. And usually I die a lot. Like I play super aggressive. I'm not super passive. I'm like trying to get like the highest KD or something. I like KPM. Okay, whatever. Shift w, a lot of the time, like, people kill me. Like a... a Trashy player kills me or gets me with a mm -hmm. shotgun or gets behind me or I overextend. Like, so I, I create a little bit of like good friction or I, or whatever the opposite of that is. Like I, I you know, like I die too. So it's not like I'm invincible, like, in, you know, or anything like that. Yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's good. Again, I'm trying to even like in a way help in a way I try to challenge myself. Um, but that's my point though. It's not, it's not me that's making people that the new player experience that's bad is walking out of the spawn room and getting deleted 17 times in a row doing absolutely nothing. You don't yeah. even know where it's coming from. Oh, it's way up there. In and the infantry guys how do you, aren't. How do I get that? that? Oh, I'm on an outfit leader. I can't. I can't pilot the bastion. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Yep. You, that's again what we're not yeah. talking about. And we're again, protecting the new player experience by letting them shit on new players. And actually, with a, more new players than what the new players are on the other side are doing. Well, yeah. Come on. And, and you know, I, I think that you make a really not good point. Not you. Not you. I'm just I get it. The, the capital U. I get what you're saying. I don't think it personally. I think you're right. I think that there's obviously an opportunity to improve the way that force multipliers interact with infantry and with each other by some kind of restriction that's that's more so than it is today. Uh, but I guess the, the thing that I find particularly um, disappointing is that the game doesn't lean into that that part of its nature. I almost feel like I want Planetside to, to, to tell a story of itself. It's more like we're the dark souls of MMO shooters, you know? Like, don't come here if you don't want to die. You know, literally you should Tarkov. Get, you should get an achievement for your first thousand deaths. Literally Tarkov. Yeah. Competitive by nature because it has to be. There's not. There's no. I mean, okay, maybe you complete a couple quests. 
Okay, whatever. But yeah. it's competitive by nature. And That's Tarkov the entire of the game. Knows what it is, but isn't, it, isn't it made by one guy or something crazy? He has a team. He hired, I think, Connor People. I can't remember. I, I oh, didn't okay. Nick well, Nikita I, I is the guy. He yeah. may have started it, and then it, it got too big, right? Right. With hackers and all this, they had to, they had to bring in more people to, to combat the popularity of it. And it's popular. It's, it's competitive. Huge. It is only competitive. Or it's majority, 90%, whatever. I don't know. Competitive. And it's, it's high huge. stakes. Yeah. And it has bugs like PlanetSide. It has issues like PlanetSide. But guess what? It's competitive, but it works. Back mm-hmm. to my whole point of like Twitch streamers that are in a tournament have more view. Like, yeah. And the question is like, if you tell a story of, of, of a hardcore PlanetSide, that's a game where it knows how hard it is. Um, I just realized that the PlanetSide soundtrack has been playing this entire time on the stream. <laughs> Maybe that's I'm not gonna, nice. Is it loud? It's very quiet, I think. Streamers, okay. People on stream can let me know. I'm going to turn that off now. Uh, anyway, it won't be on YouTube. But uh, I, I I fantasize about about Planetside 2 Dark Souls, like not 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 like any of Dark Souls mechanics, but in its messaging. Um, I, I almost quit Planetside 2 after I started it because I was so bad and so frustrated. And I didn't have the best computer when I started. Cypher um, Souls has soothing. Uh, well, uh, I'll send you a link to the soundtrack. You can listen to it on Spotify. What we talked. I, I was close to quitting too. Like fighting against Lex and AC was was painful. Brutal. Man, also, I got to the edge of quitting. I was like, you know, what? I'm gonna try to get better. And then I got better. I asked questions. I'm like, hey, you're a jerk. Can you help me out at all, though? Yeah. <laughs> You've been dunking on me. You're V6. Yeah. Can you tell me? Are you hacking or you're not? Hacking? So like, okay. What What are the paths? Like, one path is this is hard, but I, I'm gonna find a way. Like, I'm gonna mi- find some something to hang on to that, that can improve. I can see the results. Or the other way is is um is this this community based thing, and this is one of the arguments that when Sirius and I had our talk, he kind of argued for, is that some people just want to have a fun community experience. They want to be in a war, um, and I I certainly recognize that, and it is definitely true. Um, and it's, I think it's hard to speak to the community that feels that way, because I I think that by necessity those players are generally not as interested in these having having these conversations because they're a little more come and go about the game and a little less attached to it being any one way or the other because as long as they can jump in and have their war um but yeah planet side could market itself and sell itself as a game that is gonna blow your brains out and the only way that you're gonna enjoy it is if you're a bad enough dude to gut through it in a way connect yeah, with people or, but- it's okay to have Banshee mods. It's okay if your outfit's larger than Bax or AC and you fight them with more pop. But like we could, there's ways to like crowd a little bit more better for everyone. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I don't mean to, I'm cutting you off here. I'm just adding these things you know, in as I go. You have this idea you really like. I can hear that about about the resources and the multipliers. And I hear that's really important to you. Well, I, well like people talk about the new player experience. We talked about this on stream. It was a discussion for sure. Everyone wasn't like, I hate right. this topic, by the way, new player experience. I think it's the worst topic. Well, it's like, oh man, like we're not teaching players how to crouch. I don't think people know that left click shoots and right click aims on. We're going to, we need to really, like that's super exaggeration again. Like, but people aren't logging out because they don't know how to play an FPS game or they don't know how to deploy the Sunder. Okay? I mean, I think that there's like probably some use in, have in telling players how to navigate around Araxis, how to find fights. Yes. Like, that that's good. Like that's a simple tutorial is fine and then building upon that. And like, yeah, outfits like kind of have a responsibility to help out or you know, Tarkov though says, dude, here you go. And oh if you die you lose all your shit. You don't have a lot of shit to start with. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> so yeah. Figure it you out. Know what, you know what I mean? Like 
that's that's when I realized because I was like kind of like yeah I guess the new player experience could kind of suck, but then I was like then I played Tarkov and I was like oh, okay no never mind never mind no 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 yeah. no that's tough that's hardcore and it works and people love it and people play it and people buy it mm-hmm. I know you know the whole free to play pay whatever I don't know yeah. um, but again new player experience is it's not I don't know how to crouch I don't know how to play asunder you learn that that's part of the fun of the game of of exploring something new mm-hmm. oh that, oh that's a teleporter. That takes me over here now. Okay, now I can do that. I can take that to all the other bases that have teleporters, right? <laughs> but it's just that like know, natural progression. Yeah. yeah, it is though. Yeah. But, but it's a fun like natural thing instead of like orbital strikes and bastions killing. You know, that's that's the new player experience that we don't yeah. want to talk about. It's how rough is it, and how balanced is that in that new player experience? And to your point with Guild Wars two and these this other these other games that are trying to get rid of these are the anti MMO. Yeah, yeah. I hate grinding, but sometimes when you take out that journey to get to the end game, you're the ultimate grinder. There, I, but it's natural. So what? How do I get a hundred thousand anger kills? Uh huh. Do I have to fly around in my reaver? Do I have to go pick up a, a a a letter from point B? No, I just shoot people and I naturally progress. Okay. By doing what I enjoy. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's why I don't like directives, but I don't mind farming a hundred thousand anger kills or two hundred thousand. So you know, you are not achievement driven, as in. If the game stands up a, a goal, like you're like, eh, whatever. I, I know what motivates me, and I'm gonna go for what motivates me. You're yeah. in, internally driven. You have intrinsic motivation. Works. Yeah, you gave me a word for it. That works too. Um, and directors you didn't need have it, those. That's the sense I get. Okay. Is you didn't need the gold anchor yeah. to do it. I didn't. I didn't. It's something I wanted though, but I didn't need it. It's a Obviously, cool totem. I, I was gonna get it. It is. It is. Yeah. But like the firestorm implant, and we're jumping all over the place. But I don't care. You're telling me an infantry-only implant. We talked about this on the podcast. Firestorm, right? An infantry mm-hmm. only, yes. And it was supposedly OP at the start or is really strong and people weren't sure, right? Mm-hmm. So potentially it was something that I was going to have to get for an infantry player, for an infantry-only implant. Mechas can't even use it. Mm-hmm. But you're going to tell me I need to get vehicle assists or kills or max kills? Yeah. You're Talk about forcing players to do things. What? If it's an infantry only, it should be infantry. Or at least give me, if it's going to take me five out of seven options, five of those options had better damn well be infantry options. I should not have to, what if I, could you imagine, they're like, hey, to get this max weapon that you just have to have, you have to pilot a lib solo and then use the Dalton and get 30 ESF kills. Okay, well, no one's going to fucking get it except for like two, you know what I mean? Yeah. Make the things connect and make sense, man. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that no, one I, just was a mind boggled. I, I agree with one you there. For me. That was a miss. Um, either a miss in that they stood up the wrong implant for the event, or they give the implant the wrong achievement. I also don't like the fact that they introduce a, a power increase that's FOMO, even oh, though yeah. they, even though Rel did say that it would come back later. I just don't think that's kind of iffy. Um, well, I just don't don't force me to play anything else. You know what I mean? Yeah, That's interesting. Th- th- that that attitude of don't force me to play anything else sounds a little bit like like those Max guys and those and those and those uh those Banshee Mosquito guys. But they but they can play that if they want to. They just might not be able to. There's risk and reward, like anything. If you had to, okay. So I'm gonna throw out a thought experiment for you, Aflick. Tell me what you think. Okay. What if you had to draw down on infantry resources every time you wanted to pull a heavy assault? And in order to earn okay. those those resources, you had to play the other infantry classes, light assault, medic, engineer, infiltrator, or maybe, maybe infill and heavy are the two ones. I don't know. Whatever. Um, in order to, I would 100% still do it. Okay. I just don't play a lot of medic 
because 30 round from my play style just doesn't, I can't, I'm limited in what I can do in, in, in regards to people that I can shoot. You can't shoot. plus W but, with that kind of a mag, yeah. Right. So it's just, or if I had a max, you know, without yeah. C4. But I don't mind. I, I enjoyed Medic. I didn't res a lot of people because I forgot or it's I was too far class. forward and there's no one to res. Too. You know, I, I've started to, and I was so committed to the anchor grind, I couldn't play anything else. Yeah, I literally yeah. stopped shooting the decimator because I was like, that's, or using the pistol because I'm going to get kills on that. When I can get kills you're on losing anchor, an anchor like, okay, kill I, if you do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you're talking 200,000, it is a, it's a lot of it's a numbers yeah, we gotta, game, baby. Yeah. We got to crunch some numbers here. Oh, yeah. But I've started to play light assault. I suck at bolting. I hate getting bolted more than anything, but I can't do it. Dude, I suck <laughs> really bad, but I was still is like, it? okay, guys, you guys ready for me to pull my bolt out? And it's like, miss, 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 dead. <laughs> but I like light assault. And bolting it, looks know, really fun. I wish I was good at it too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, CQC bolting is a skill. Yeah. Whether or not it's annoying, but it's a skill, and I respect CQC bolters. If you're on the hill, four hundred meters away, you're like okay, go kill yourself. But yeah. CQC, fine. I like light assault. I don't mind medic engineer. I actually had fun with in regards to its its quick ability, but those are support okay. roles. It's not my nature. So like, if, um, if if you were forced to engage with with this kind of a progression well, scarcity I told you. No, I told you. mechanic in order to get to what I see as your chosen playstyle, you would you would engage with it. Yeah, what do the infantry players use all the time that are, you know, that got nerfed eventually? Medikits. Yeah. Hey, those used to be infantry resources. Okay. Yeah. Guess what? We don't, I'm only getting five infantry resources. It costs 50 for a medkit. Maybe we need to go cap some bases with infantry resources. I'm willing for a compromise. Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to play the objective to get my infantry resources so I can get medkits. I'm willing to take a hit if everyone else is taking him. I'm just saying, like, I need to farm up more players. And to do that, I want you to get rid of these things that are bothering me. Mm-hmm. And Rel said on my stream before, if he were to get rid of everything that everyone complained about, and I talked about this on my stream, well, I'm, I'll find something I don't like. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll complain about something else. That's just a matter of fact. We're complainers by nature. We're going to find something we don't like, and we're going to complain about it. I'm not saying remove all these things, but I do think the structure and the balance of them is a, is a, is a little bit off. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree. So, I mean... I, I, I like the proposal of your, your system. Of it, 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 it builds upon itself to, to make something greater. Yeah. I respect it, dude. I, I, think, I think it's a good idea. And uh, as a potential like part two for the, um, you know, the resource system, it, it, it's uh, worth pursuing. But um, I actually want to come back to talking a little bit about my least favorite topic, the NPE new player experience. Um, one of the things that... Um, I'm reading up in the chat and seeing Lex talking about how, you know, how tutorial doesn't solve problems. People seem to think it does. I actually really agree with that. Um, That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I agree 100%. Uh, I, I, I think that a little... Actually, this is one of the questions I posed to Rel when I talked to him. Is, isn't there a ceiling on the, the impact a tutorial can have? Um, yeah, and it's very, to me, it's very short. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a high ceiling, I think, too. Because games with no tutorial do do very tar, again. We'll use Tarkov. Does do very well. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if it's, it's an FPS. You know how to click and shoot and zoom in and crouch. Usually, it's ninety nine percent of the time it's C. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can learn how to deploy a thunder. You can learn how to teleporters. You can learn how to navigate through the bases and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, going making a tutorial for each base and how to navigate the bases and what and the ways to go. That's you learn that you can't do 400 bases. What? No. Um, yeah. The new player experience. Uh, well, if, uh, man, I, I had something right there on the tip of my tongue. Mm. Oh, catch um, it, catch it, chase it. <sighs> new new player experience. Okay. Yeah. It'll come back. 
Don't worry about it too much. But it's a point I really want to drive on it, though. Uh, of, okay, here we go. Okay, so I think about plant side. I think about and two things here. I want you to remind me of combined arms. Yeah. And new player experience. We'll come back to combined arms. Hit it. I think. Oh man. Oh my god. Look at the trailer. Look at all this fighting going on. Three, fa- two faction, three faction. This is a, all these players. Mm-hmm. I spawn into the game. Instant action takes me to, um, you know, ninety percent friendly NC pop fight. I'm a new mm-hmm. player. I don't know. As I go there, I'm running around like, where the f- is everybody? <laughs> <laughs> It's like Jurassic Park. Like, oh, here's a here's a T Rex. It's like, oh, there's a fucking sheep right there, dude. That's not what I'm here for. I'm here to shoot people. It's an FPS. Yeah. yeah. I get there's a bunch of my guys there, or I go to the one twelve, or I go to a fight where the, everyone's in the spawn room. I'm not getting any kills. I'm just clicking on the spawn room. I'm like, what? Then I get mm-hmm. pain feeling. I get closer. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Why are we shelling this? What the f- are we doing here? <laughs> and I stall. That's new player experience. Yeah. And then, in a nutshell, we could we could I could dive in. Show you a million other examples of why that's weird or bad, and that's anyway. Combined arms, combined arms, great. Talk about my stream all the time. Combined arms sounds cool. It's good, and honestly, in Surf Smash, it worked for a a limited amount of time with the air balls. Mm -hmm. They go at each other, Mm -hmm. so the infantry can do their thing on the ground. Now, what would happen is that one air ball would win, and they they would snowball, um, which is why assets would be nice because if you lose your banshee, then you go on the ground and you're stuck down here for a while until we get more resources, get you back up there. Okay, and it kind of happened like that. But it was kind of more one-sided, so I think restricting it would maybe work. But anyway, combined arms in, on live. How many times have you played Plantside live combined arms where it's like, oh shit, we have 15 tanks, they have 12, they have a repair bus, and they got an HG Mossy coming down, but my Reaver comes in, intercepts it, kills mm-hmm. it, backs it off, and there's like a bunch of Reavers and Mossy's going at it, and then we have the infantry going back and forth. No. Yeah. That may happen every once in a while, and it's great. No, combined arms is... We have 80% overpump, and we're going to shit down your neck in the spawn room until we take the base, and you don't have any combined arms. No, no, yeah. no, no. You just have infantry. Oh, you pulled one reaver? Well, we just blew the f- out of it. Thank you for those resources. Yeah. That is how the community has taken it in a way, right? Or just how things have played out. Yes. I think originally the idea of combined arms makes sense. You want domains, fighting domains, and interacting with yeah. each other a little bit. Not that, all domains interacting with infantry domains. That scripted that's combined infantry... arms fight that you described, yes, is what that's everyone awesome. wants. That's cool. And maybe the HRG comes down and kills me. It's like, oh, whatever, he got through, cool. Or my outfit can have, like, I can get some fire plants up there and they, they can back them off so when I spawn back and I don't have to worry about them yeah. or something, right? More of those, 50% of the time, great, maybe, right? But the fact that it's so one-sided now, that's why the infantry community is jaded. Mm-hmm. Banshee Mozzie versus me on the ground, and there's no asset management, no resource management between you pulling the Banshee all the time because you want to pull it, mm-hmm. and you can just farm me into dirt. And they're not even that useful fights. I should have A2G at the 30% fight on my side helping me out. No, actually, it's at the 70%. It's on the mm-hmm. 70% side where it's not even needed. And so that interaction just isn't, doesn't transition well. The way the domains interact is just weird. And that's why, again, infantry players are jaded. Um, Banshee Mozzie, right? That used to be overpowered, explosive rounds. It was like crazy. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. They have toned things down, thankfully. Thank you, Rel. Libs used to be nutty, bro, back in beta. Mm-hmm. They have toned things down. I don't have a fuck. I have, to, I have to kill you pretty much with the decimator. I had to get lucky, okay? I don't have some OP weapon that I'm farming air with or backing air up with because I want to play infantry all the time. Therefore, I should be able to shoot anything, kill anything when I want to. I don't have that ability as infantry. Mm-hmm. I literally have to sludge through the game and then convince myself that I'm having fun at a lot of these fights, right? Or try mm-hmm. to, and like I've been able to navigate these scenarios that most new players can't. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you put and then you talk about getting into the air game. And your, yeah. your own skills and you, you've but, set your but own But you goals. see my, that's the new player experience, man. Yeah. You, you, you are shown the trailer. You're showing this combined arms that I described to you, which mm-hmm. sounds amazing. And it, when it works, it does work. It is okay. I don't have an issue with it. Mm-hmm. But without some restrictions and assets and management of resources it, it, and the way that the community actually interacts with it, you don't get what we're essentially promised or the way that we're, you know, we're showing this in the reality is this, right? Expectation versus reality. Yeah. It's a good point. Hey, what, <sighs> what, 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 what calls to my mind is the, the, the uh, <laughs> ancient wisdom that there's no, you, you can't produce content as a game developer faster than, than your community can consume it. Um, I felt like there was a short time after Bastions came out where the game kind of felt a little bit wild like that again for a short time where it's like people were trying stuff. You didn't know what was going to work. You know, are we just going to, going to, are, are we going to ball up it with a bunch of repair galaxies to try to protect this thing? Or are we just going to, going to fly a bunch of, you know, fighters at them? Like what, how do we deal with this? Do we need, do, do should we, should we be shooting for it? Like, do we want to pull a bastion? When do we want to pull it? Like all these questions like are, weren't figured out and Opshacks in the chat just made a great, great comment relating to this saying the game used to seem like it had more combined arms when more people didn't know how to play and they replicated the trailer. Yeah. Like the community over time will figure out what the best ways to play are and people who are coming into that community copy those, those examples. And so what you see is those, what seems like degenerate combined arms interactions, because those are actually the interactions that won that the test of community usefulness, um, not these crazy back and forth tanks and air and infantry and everything. Cause that doesn't, that is what you see in a game where the guy in the, the guys, in the tanks are pursuing an idea of a tank column that doesn't actually work, but seems cool. And the infantry players are out in the field for some reason, right? What are you doing right. there? Why are you held out behind that right. tree? You're no use to anyone there, but it's part of that, that vision. And I remember when I first played planet side one, that was what pulled me in too. The first time I played Planet Side One, I spawned as a in a reinforced exosuit, which is the, the heavy assault equivalent of Planet Side One, at a tower on Amorish. And I came out of the tower and crested this hill, and there were the fucking reavers flying overhead, and there were there was tanks fire in the distance, and there was just like this line of infantry at the top of this hillside, nowhere near a base, right? Um in, in Planet Side One, towers were were close to bases, but this was a defensive tower. We were pushing towards a base that was you know, not even anywhere close. The the fight made no sense. And it would never occur in later day Planet Side 1. And I, I wonder if the only way to create that kind of chaos, the enjoyable chaos, is to shake things up regularly enough so that the periods of we have all the answers, we know what's best, and we're only going to do what's best, are not as oppressive. Well, two things here. Great point. I didn't even think about it like that. And then the, these new players, OP Chax was talking about, and then you kind of picked up on, right? And these mm-hmm. new players coming in, they see the trailer, this is how I'm going to play the game. And we were all kind of like that. Um, thing number one, redeploy side. I love it. Okay. But that broke the kind of buildup. They capped the base. I can't redeploy to the fight over here. We're going to continue down this last line. And then the defense kind of builds up, or they kind of regroup back at the new base, and they prep for this onslaught, right? 
I love the idea of a tug of war back and forth. I don't want to go in, slaughter 400 people, cap the point, move on to the next bit. I like, okay, Lex is here. He kills me two times. I kill him two times. I'm like, okay, let me sit up in my seat real quick. Okay, we got a challenge here. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Farming, farming is just the nature of what becomes of, of the game as it is, right? It's fun to do, but I also like competition. Yeah. Or Leroy, or Zyros is there. It's like, okay, and I recognize his it cosmetics, motivates you. right? Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm. He v6 me. I'm like, okay, bitch, I got you, dog. You know, <laughs> and again, I like redeploy side. And I remember when it came out, I was still part of VC on the Zerk fit, right? Okay. It was cool because we were able to, you know, redeploy and fight over pop and do the best that we could to, to manage it. Um, but it took away that kind of combined arms buildup, I felt like. Mm-hmm. And, it, and maybe it's the best thing. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But you kind of lost that, like, okay, we're going to just everyone's going to mad push to the next base and like there's you know infantry on the ground and they kind of meet us halfway. Now we're in the middle of this, you know, fight. We lose our Sunderer. Now we don't have response. They push through and now they're attacking the base we just took. And like, you have this back and forth open field fights. That's why TE doesn't want to come back. I mean, TE is cancer anyway, but I mean, you know, that, I mean, they made the game fun in, in some ways um, as a Zerk fit, um, but they don't want to come back because of the redeploy side. Like it just, Make it it made it made things feel kind of yeah whatever right and then it makes territory feel well, less meaningful right 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 and there's and you don't have that kind of natural progression it's like okay where's the next fight where's the next fight we're redeployed mm-hmm. and then people used to redeploy to the next base and like okay here it comes and it's like oh they're gone nope they're not coming it's been five minutes um so yeah. that that's really shaking things up right and mm-hmm. the other thing i think is shaking things up is like we have to bring in this new stuff new stuff what do, we, what do we not have? A, a fleet carrier. Right. An orbital strike. Well, guess what? When you have a bunch of vehicles and infantry and 400 players, even if you did have them pushing forward, you orbital strike it. Okay, they're gone. Well, I guess that fight's over, you know? Mm-hmm. Keeping things simple and like a tug of war mentality of back and forth, but not too stagnant is not a bad thing, I don't think, to have, right? So, but you, inco- Bastion comes over, you know? Okay, the end of the Colossus thing, but you know what I'm saying? Like it's just pounding the shit out of the ground and it just fucking kills everything. Mm-hmm. We saw the KPM coming out of that thing. Yeah, <laughs> but you're taking this these domains, and you know the bad interaction that we got to A from A to G from the tank on the hill or the overpop has now been trumped almost by an orbital strike, right? And you can mm-hmm. get away from them or hide under a, an overhang and you know dodge them, but they do disrupt the flow. Definitely, especially in open field fights on TI alloys in our side. There's not a lot of cover there. Orbital strike comes down, you're probably deleted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, or people just don't know, know don't know how to escape those, right? And then you have the bastion as well. Like these things overwhelm the things that were overwhelming the infantry from the yeah. start. The they're, infantry still has their community new force things. multipliers. Yeah. Yeah. So you have new things to build upon mm-hmm. that shrink that idea of plants that combine arms even further. Okay. okay. I'm not saying they're bad things or they don't create hype or people don't enjoy them, but then I see how they interact daily or after they've come out for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think and again, I still love the game. I still enjoy the game. I, I, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's just something to think about. I guess. I'm thinking about and it. More so with the new player experience. Mm-hmm. I can, I can redeploy from a bastion. I'm an AOD, but they're telling me, hey, you gotta stay at the base. You gotta stay here at the base. It's like, dude, I've died 17 times to the bastion. Ah, you know. Yeah, I'm the front line soldier. A, yeah, but I can get away from those things, or I don't go the same route that everyone else goes, and it gets, you know, like, and. Other players are able to navigate these these scenarios, right? But not mm-hmm. everyone does that. Or as a new player, it's like, well, everyone else is going this way. I'm going to go this way. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. deleted. Mm-hmm. What happened? How did they get a bastion? Can I get that? I got to start an outfit. I got to join an outfit. I got to be a leader in the outfit to get the bastion. Like, what? what? Okay. No, you know what? No, 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 no. Why can't we pull bastions all the time? 
Dig. I want to be a Bastion main pilot. <laughs> why am I restricted from that? <laughs> That's a good question. Why? 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 Why, why can't I do? Why can't I call an orbital strike whenever I want? From what I, I can tell, a, it seems like it, you can. No, no, hold on, hold on. There are, you know, there are characters that only that were created only to be in the Bastion. Whenever the Bastion's up, they go in the Bastion. That's that's their stat line is the Bastion. So technically, play, you could say these players only want to pull Bastions. I wonder what, what the KPM on those characters is. Six hundred KPM. I'm just I'm just curious though, because the, the argument was. I want to be a max player all the time. I should be able to be in the max. Or I want to no, play, you're right. I want to be, like, I want to be an AGG I want to be a fleet when, commander. Where's the stop? So, yeah, I mean, well, maybe maybe RPG is aware of this and they're trying to move the needle, you know? They're trying to put stuff out there that you can't, you don't get all the time. You, you can't be in Outfit Wars all the time. You don't. You can't Orbital Strike anytime you want. You can't be in a Bastion whenever you want. But what, why not? Is it is it not good content and good gameplay? Is it... I, I, I think, are, are, are you... Are you what you're getting at is that, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but this this points back again to the idea of scarcity being a good thing. It's good that you can't have a bastion whenever you want to because yeah. it because it's not good for the game to to have it. And and maybe we we should take the scale of that expression that bastions are limited and look at finding a way to take other force multipliers and apply better limits to them as well. Yeah, and I, I don't. I'm not saying delete all these things. I'm just. Mm -hmm. I do think it would create a better experience, and I want people to understand that. That I'm not just trying to be the infantry player. I'm not, I'm not trying to create a world where it's just infantry, which I think would be great. But that's fine. I'm trying to compromise here, and and, and again, I've been over here. I used to be the Skyguard polar in Alpha Squad in WMD back mm -hmm. in the day. Okay, mm -hmm. that was my job. And guess what? We had to do. We had to go park over here, away from the fucking base. I had to defend the Sunderer while everyone else was over there enjoying the game. Guess what? I didn't get a lot of action. <laughs> okay. I've 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 done a lot of different things in the game. I've not been this player that came from Quake or whatever. I'm you know whatever yeah. Boomer game was popular, and I was already a team dunk Tomahawker, <laughs> and now I'm here in Planets, and I'm gonna do the same thing. And uh -huh. maybe we've gotten closer to that now, but we do have a history. We do understand. And I've gravitated what I thought was more and more fun, and it's been the infantry. That's all. Word. I think it's I think it's legit, and I think that this is um, the the reason I needed to talk to you is is I I heard a lot of this stuff listening to yours and Shocker's podcast. Like there that people who want the game to be more hard, to be more intact in this way to hang together better, who to be more to have more legitimate kind of competitive interactions aren't trying to in my experience they're they're much like you they don't want to try to say the way i like to play the game should win because i'm selfish and i want the game to look like the way i want to play it what they're trying to say is i like certain parts of this game i see what other people like about it i think we can improve it for everybody and a lot of time that means putting friction in certain places where there is not very much I think you're right. The last thing I want from myself and new players is to go, oh, Bastion's at that fight. Nope. Um, Overstrike's there. Nope. Um, oh, there's 90% overpop that fight. Nope. And then, like, I'm just turned away from the game. You're yeah. turning me away from the game. I'm yeah. trying to find something yeah. and think. And that's part of the reason I started streaming. When there's no fights or the fights are shit, I can either meme, pull a bolt, suck at it really bad, or I was like, okay, let's talk to chat. Let's go, let's pull up yeah. a YouTube video and we'll watch. You know what I mean? Like, I can, I can. Still be that's why I'm about to distract myself from the fight. game, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, we you gotta be careful adding more things that turn me to like, where's the next fight? Where's the next fight? You know, and there's not one sometimes, you know, and it's kind of like, mm -hmm. and I, sometimes I get tired of just putting the team on my back and going to these overpop fights and trying to do the best that I can. 
Yeah. People are like, um, Avelik, um, long-time viewer, um, first-time chatter here, and um, I noticed you weren't on the A-point. I was like, dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> I got in close, but I can't, you know, like, I, I tried. Your, we need your golden anchor, Avelik. Like, where, where are you, I, man? Why weren't you playing the objectives? It's like, I, I couldn't even get to the, the objective, bro. <laughs> like, relax. I'm trying. I enjoy flipping the point back, okay? And to do that, you have to kill players. So it, like, works out in my favor. Yeah. It lasts longer. I can defend the base for my faction. And, like, I do like some of those things. I'm not just trying to rack up all these kills. Uh, people are trying to trap you, probably. Trying to oh, yeah. ca- catch you out and, and, and seemingly uh, being hypocritical. But talking about how you want a good combined arms game that's friendly for new players but then not not playing the objective like a selfish player but uh i don't know it's pretty clear to me that, that you're not a selfish player and i think most of the people who want that kind of vision for the game aren't either and i think that it needs to be talked about and that's why i'm really pleased and have enjoyed very much watching the new podcast you've been doing with Shockter. you want to talk about that for Thanks, a little man. bit yeah sure what, what are you um do you want me to run with it? Or you got you have something that tell us you about really it. How did it? How did it? What is it? And how did it come to be? Um, you know, so like I, I don't know. I, I think I got into streaming because people are like you should stream. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be interesting. Um, because I'm competitive, I'm very hesitant to do things. Part of it is an excuse, like oh, I'm not going to interview for this position because if I don't get it, like I'll never interview again. Like at my old work, they're like, well, sometimes you, like, you know, you have to interview twice. It's like, dude, no, I'm number one here at the company. Like, I am naturally progressing down this route, or number five, whatever. Okay, I'm not trying to hide myself mm-hmm. up. I'm, whatever, I'm good. I'm, I do really good work. Mm-hmm. I don't care if someone's been here for 20 years and they suck at their job. They don't. They should not. Like my whole point is like, see my value, take me. Don't yeah. force me to like interview, and then we're gonna reject you. But then next time we'll take. Like no, just you know what I mean. Um. So I didn't want to like stream or something and like like essentially like fail at it or not be worth my time. Okay, I didn't want to like invest or like I'm gonna buy the mic, I'm gonna buy the cam, I'm gonna get the green screen, I'm gonna do all these things. It's like we have one viewer. Like I feel like a failure, right? I feel like I've done all right in regards to streaming for Planet Side. So I've been content mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and some of that's nervous or you know we don't want to be embarrassed and like suck, right? Yeah. Um. And then I um anchors who does the editing for the podcast and his editing uh, for, he was like going to do some like highlight videos on my, on my Twitch for me. Um, I was like, okay, then we can do YouTube. And like, you know, you were kind of talking about like expanding on the other platforms. Yeah. Cause I was like, what if plants I do does actually die? We've been talking about it for so long. Like, what else do I do? Am mm-hmm. I even interesting enough to carry on to something else? And like a lot of the time I, don't like streaming other games. I'm sure, you know, Lex will say I'm garbage at anything besides Planetside. Um, <laughs> but it's just nice to take a break from it. It's, it's, it is kind of like work sometimes to do to do all of it, right? To prep yeah. for it, to, yeah. to interact with the community. It's oh, just yeah. taxing sometimes. Or it's just toxic, whatever. So I just like to chill and, and, and hang out with my, my other friends from other games and do mm-hmm. stuff. But, you know, um, I'm like, okay, well, I'll branch out into YouTube a little bit and we can, you know, maybe I can learn how to edit or something. Anchors can help me out or, you know, maybe this is the way to get, because YouTube has a lot more Planetside 2 following. Yes. And Commander Sirius is a good example of that, okay? Regardless of how you feel about him, you know, just people in general that we're talking to. Um, yeah, as a big... And ultimately, his videos... Curious, even if they're not actually playing videos, Correct, but his videos are, in a way, informative for a new player. You can't have the infantry elite toxic, toxicity or hardcore gung-ho for everything, right? Yeah. It's not good. I would not probably have gone to Planetside if that had been the original of it. You know, I was overwhelmed with what planet side was and that was a good thing zerg fits all that right mm-hmm. 
so his videos for the most part, I think, are good. I know we don't always agree on everything, um, so that's fine. But, you know, I mean, you can have tens of thousands of followers on YouTube, and that's much different than PlantSat, right? Uh, especially if you're newer to it or whatnot. So and there's other people that do that, too, even though um, they might be crazy or whatnot. So, or just, you know, we might have disagreements. So it's okay, I'll, I'll blossom out to YouTube, see if, it, you know, it, it catches at all. And then Shocker's like, we should do a podcast um, or something. We were watching a po- I can't remember how we got it. And I was like, dude, let's do it. Let's just do it. Yeah. And I've always struggled, like, like, oh, I need to go visit my parents in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Or I need to go visit my friend here. I need to go do this. And it's like, you just say it, and then you never do it. I'm yep. like, fuck it. Just you and me do, both, Let's just fucking do it, you know? Yeah. Like, I almost didn't come on your podcast. I was like, oh, man, like, I don't know, is it, you know, how's it going to be taken? And I was like, no, fuck it. Let's just fucking do it. You asked me, let's just fucking do this podcast, and let's get it done. And nice. let's have a good time doing it. So um, I've taken that approach. And I was like, let's fucking do it with YouTube um, and with the podcast. And I've learned that it's just a lot of fun to sometimes gaming is just so like general or very surface level. It feels like, yeah. And do something like a podcast where you're actually investing with somebody else can be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy Shakhtar a lot. He's a lot. I'm a lot, but he's a lot. And yeah, but it's, it's a fun interaction that I get. Um, and then, you know, eventually having people come onto the podcast and interviewing them and, you know, I think there's interesting people that you can have out there on, on a podcast, even on plant side. Like, I think it'd be fun to have Lex on there, man. You know, he's he does have a general, I, a good idea. He's just very intense. And I feel like that's a turn off for a lot of people. Uh, but having Rel on there, and you had him on yours, but I think like there's very different questions that I would ask than you, and that's totally. you know, that's okay. But I see like a, a, a like what we need to ask these. We have not had answers this entire time mm-hmm. for some of these things, and I'm not trying to. I think I have a good relationship with Rel. I don't hate the guy. Uh, we disagree on a lot of things, but I want to. He thinks know, you're an okay dude. He's on record. That's true. That is true. <laughs> he did make me a gold anchor, so I'm kind of stuck here. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, like, we've talked about Max revamp. We're redoing, like, what are we said? Never, like, where are we at? Just give us, like, I just want to ask some hard hitting questions that, like, I feel mm-hmm. like the community has asked for a long time. Where are we at with this bug? Or you know, and maybe he says I can't talk about whatever. I I just want a different perspective on it, and I, and I think the podcast allows me to go down whatever path I want to go down, mm-hmm. or whatever path Shocker wants to go down, mm-hmm. and. I think we have a good balance of not completely turning people away by completely shoving our elite infantry or whatever, you know, whatever you want or being too mean or too toxic towards people. Um, so you don't scare everyone off. Um, some people like that and there's a niche for it, but you know, I think we have a, we have a small slice of an already very small cake that we can take a part in potentially. And we're kind of testing it out because if it doesn't pop off, then you know, we got to give it time, but if it doesn't pop off, it's okay. We'll back off of it, and maybe I just stream or whatever. So, um, long-winded answer to your question, but that's why I got into um, the podcast. That's um, cool. And I didn't realize how fun it would be. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, the very first one, I was like, I got to prepare. I'm like re- reading through our points. Yeah. And we have yeah. like this like thing, right? I'm like, okay, sure. do I uh, do I even know how to talk about this? Like as a test or something. And then obviously we went through and it's like, okay, this is not a big deal. And then you're live, and, and it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. And now we have now we have no points. We're like okay, we want to talk about it on Thursday. We want to talk about this. Okay, and then we just we go. Yeah, oh, and yeah. it works, and it, and it's fun. So it's like even less work. You know, there's no prep for it. Because again, I you know I have a lot. I have a lot going on, man. I uh, with the family, thirteen year old, thirteen month old. You know, it's just like I can't take away too much from that. It's why I stay up late. Yeah. Right. He goes to bed early. Zoe likes to go to bed earlier than me. Um. So I spend time with them. They go to sleep in the night, stay up late, and I burn the candle on both ends, and that is what it is. That's why I drink a lot of coffee. Mm-hmm. But I want to fit in these things without being like, oh, hey, sorry, I'm, I'm going to do this podcast, or hey, I'm sorry, I'm streaming. 
Yeah. And I never want to do that or turn my son down or turn, you know, my, uh, my wife down. So, um, it's been tough though. Cause there's been scenarios. I'm just going off the, the dome here, man. Sorry. We're getting it's all good off topic, but um, kind of there's been times where I'm like, Hey, Zoe, you cool. If I do a scrim on Thursday at, at uh, or on Saturday at 1 PM. Yeah, it's fine. We have nothing planned. Mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, our, our best friends want to get together and go to this bar. And it's like, I told you that. She's like, your internet friends? Like, I'm like, they're not robots. Other people probably have canceled <laughs> even. But, but like, my thing is like, if I'm going to sacrifice events or things that I want to do or not be able to go or I'm going to commit to something or commit to somebody else, and this is my loyalty, you know, thing that I talked about, yeah. I feel an obligation to be there, a commitment to be there. And if I don't show up, maybe the scream doesn't happen. It's canceled. There's 11 other people counting on me. And mm-hmm. it's like, they're actually people like me. Like they're not robots. They're not NPCs, you know? Um, and that's a very difficult for me to do. Even if I want to hang out with my friends more than go to the scrim, I feel like I have to go there almost mm-hmm. to a fault. We definitely put headphones on that, but um, which is probably a reason that I'm not in pill. Mm. I was like, and there's other things there too. Much of an impact like, on your time. It's like, I don't want to commit to the team and be a carry potentially, even though I've been a little washed up. <clears throat> Hard to say. <laughs> um, but I don't want to have a commitment to where I'm a starter and then I miss 50% of the matches because I have right. stuff going on. It's like, right. is that even fair to the team? Probably not. And so I was like, and then I don't have to worry about the stress of like um, being in a tournament setting and it's like, he wakes up, I need to go take care of him. Right? Yeah, that's right. I let the team down. We lose because of that or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And on Twitch, it's like he woke up from a nap. Zoe and um, her mom were walking. And I was like, okay, I'm going to be FK for a little bit, guys, until they come back from the walk and I took mm-hmm. care of him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can do that on, on, you know, the stream and when I'm on live or whatnot. So, um, yeah, I don't know where the hell that came from, but uh, that's the end of that topic mm-hmm. that we got done on. So, or <laughs> oh, we can, no. you know, you were, you, were, you were talking about just managing the, the gaming life balance. Um, it's an interesting topic, too. I, I, I think it, <sighs> Zoe, your wife, is not a gamer. Mm-mm. Grew up hunting, um, fishing. Um, cool. Smaller, not kind of city. I'm more from like the city. My dad, you know, he, like loves stereo. Like you know, when the computers first came out, he's like taking them apart. Like, oh, it's just a, this is all there is in there. I'm like, dude, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Builds his own computers. Like that's what we grew up on, right? So that that's yeah, our yeah. nature, and so yeah. it's a v- very. And then guy girl is already clash. in yeah. the in the gaming world is and more girls are gaming and whatnot, but it's already kind of like established like Yeah. It's a little weird. So um yeah, no, that's definitely been an interesting uh I'll bet. influx yeah, for that, sure. And it's something it, that I've learned I need the balance. Hence why I do stuff at late late at night or during the day when I'm working. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can resonate with that too. Um I haven't tried the whole being a dad thing yet. But even just managing uh uh, my wife Brianna's expectations. Uh, yeah, there are there are moments. And my thing is, I said, look, you know, at the end of the day, you guys can count on me. I will be there if we're gonna do something. You want to do something? Like you guys come first, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I've always, besides like a scrim or a you know a tournament or something, I've always, and even then, obviously, if it's important, I'm I'm gonna miss gaming right yeah. um i was like you ever need me like i'm not gonna be the guy that's like okay i'll be there in 10 minutes it's like no you need me to get the groceries because you're home boom i'm there i'm gonna be the, i'm gonna you know we're not gonna have a, as much we're gonna get rid of the conflict as much as possible okay. regards to it and she's really embraced and we've definitely butted heads on that um especially now that we have a kid like i can't like i said i can't just go out with my friends i can't just go to the bar like i can't i can't participate in like football anymore because i'm like cut like yeah you gotta make sacrifices I feel like I'm, yeah, and so it's like, where if I'm gonna be home, like, and everyone's sleeping, like, okay, like, what, you know, what's, what can you do? 
stream yeah. through the podcast. You know? Yeah, it's like understanding that these things are not weird, they're okay. Everyone's yeah. doing it. Definitely. There does need to be some limitations. It's like I don't want you to be addicted. You know what I mean? It's just like addiction. It's like anything. Man. But, well, it's I like don't... if you don't understand it, it can be scary, right? Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Um I've I've been through um similar experiences like my own wife, um, when we first met, I think she thought games were the devil, more or less. Gaming. Uh, didn't have any positive interactions with them. Her, her family always thought they were bad. And then I actually got her to play. Uh, I mentioned Guild Wars 2. The reason I played that game is because she expressed an interest in it. And we played it together for like a, a year. And then that kind of cured her of, uh, of uh, the anti-gaming bias. Uh, she, doesn't really, she doesn't really play games anymore. But it gave her an understanding of what I do and what I like about it. Um, that was cool. That was cool. But yeah, even now, they're, it's not always easy to properly weigh the, the value of different kinds of priorities, right? So for me, when I schedule a podcast, I treat it a lot like I'm, like I'm going to be performing on stage. Mm-hmm. And it takes preparation. That time has to be protected. And there'll be times where I have to be like, hey, you know, like I set this time aside for this. I can't, I can't just squeeze more things and I can't just not do my prep. I can't just be late. That's not the way this works. Or it can't um, just cancel it. Because there are people that are relying on you. Or the, even if it's just the other person, like me, for instance. Yeah. You're like, hey, sorry, last minute, can't do it. And that's a kind of a fear. I told you, like, I might not be able to do this. Because I, I know you, this is your podcast. Yeah. If I miss it or lean, like, I was a little Yeah, that was one of the things that you brought up initially is, well, what if I have to go deal with my child? And I said, just do it. Like, we'll, we'll watch him. The stream will watch him. Like, it's it's fine. That's life. And, you know, um, it's... uh. The lockdown is definitely, I think, changing the way people see see games and streaming, especially. Um, I, but uh, I definitely think that there's like a generational bias against this that's going to be gone when the generation that grew up on Fortnite are suddenly middle managers. I think once we get there, we're we're not going to have this kind of uh, general phenomenon of being like your internet friends. What you know? Yeah. Well, it's a tale as old as time, man. Yeah. Oh, rock music? <laughs> You're listening to rock music? My child's listening that's that's the devil. Rap music? Dungeons and Dragons. But the person that was listening to rock music that was getting, you know, shitted on for it, now shitting on the person, and then now it's mumble rap. It's the same thing as like, yeah. you're watching Kim Kardashian on the TV. Yeah. And I'm playing video games. It's not it's evil. You're just it's, old. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just different. <laughs> but, you know, but bringing that kind of concept around, and, but, and we talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Moderation for me is difficult. Yeah. Not 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 necessarily just gaming. Like even just it's everything. I just I'm so extreme. I just dive right in. How do you deal with that? How do you moderate that? Right. And I'm thinking like okay, I gotta be on my, like I'm, like I usually take weekends off unless it's nights unless we're doing if we're doing not doing something. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I, I'm like okay, I don't need to be on at noon streaming plans side too. Right. Okay. I can cut right. that out. That makes sense. Like. I think I had to explain that to her. Like I'm just a little crazy about whatever I'm, it is I'm doing. It's not necessarily gaming. Sure. It's just like I'm, you know, you give me all the Oreos in the box, I'm going to eat them. You know, when I went to college for the first time, I was like, holy shit! I don't, have, I can have eight of these, not just four. I can have the whole box. Have two. And I will eat two the boxes. whole box, dude. Yeah. Yes. And I'll be sick after every time. I don't care. <laughs> I have I so like yeah i struggle with moderation man that's why i don't keep alcohol for the most part like beer in the house like yeah. um you guys had a lot of life in that but, respect that's really interesting yeah, not because i'm an alcoholic i just it's fun i could literally go out every night to a bar with friends and like enjoy myself right and yeah. i love feeding off of people in the energy but like i gotta have moderation so um yeah i don't know that's something we've 
we've had to expand upon. It's not game. It's not I'm addicted to the game. It's just like, okay, if I'm like, if I can't go out, well, I'm just gonna do this thing, and then I I take it too far though for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but it's just been a been a uh, I guess a learning experience for myself personally, and then also for for the relationship. So, right, right, yeah, you got to work on yourself without it torpedoing the relationship. I definitely respect yeah. that. But then it's also something that's like you can't stream for twenty minutes. No, there's no point. You know, and that's sometimes it's hard though because I feel like two hours is probably my perfect. Mm-hmm. Especially with the work, like I I did like four hours somehow. Like I look over and like nothing on my email. Like, wow, okay, I guess I'll just keep going. I got. Oh, I think it's like I have to hours. be here. Wow, that so like I have paradise. Two, I have two monitors right here, and I have two monitors right here, and I have a laptop right here. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it works here on my left, and then whatever I'm, a YouTube video, whatever. Um, my thing is like, do technically have to be here? I can't go two hours south of town and, and go do whatever. Like I need to be available, right? Right. So we're to blow up. Because sure. I do deal with like kind of like high priority. Like I mean, if there's a death or something, we need to get people out there, and we need to like do these certain things. Okay. So. I'm available for it, right? But if there's nothing to do, then I can do this. But also, like I maybe I'm most the yard sometimes, but that's kind of risky because I'm gonna out be out there for like an hour and a half. I don't know what's going on in here. Yeah. So I try to limit those things. It's like I do need to be at my desk, but I can stream and then okay, I can handle this thing real quick, and then boom, five minutes later I'm back here. So mm-hmm. that's a nice balance because I have to be here, but I don't want to be like stuck. Like you know, like what am I gonna do? Mm-hmm. Um, because when when we were in the office and I had to get done like at nine thirty in the morning. That's how and I'm like, and everyone else is kind of busy and like I'd get stuff throughout the day, but you'd knock it out 20 minutes and then like you're back to like, I literally was like, dude, I'm just, I got, I bought an Apple watch. And I just walked around the office, try to get as many steps as possible. And like, just do, I hate cardio. I was like, I'll just do cardio in the office every day. So I'm <laughs> bored out of my mind. I just talk to people like, so like being remote has been a like godsend. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's why I stream. I was like, I might as well do something on the side. Yeah. The, yeah. the best of time. Like, I watch a lot of Starcraft, but it's not always on. Yeah. Start so it works right. out. It's nice. It's a good, it's a nice thing, but you can't stream for 20 minutes. I think two hours is the minimum. A lot of times, like I'm just peaking. Right. I got to shut down the stream, man. It's like, damn, bro. Oh, 50 viewers. Damn. Like, all right, whatever. Yeah. And you spread yeah. the love. Yeah, absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about too. It's like taking it for what it is. Like I'm not going to have 2000 subs, bro. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. not going to quit my job for this. Um, If you could, would you? Which... You know, someone asked me that. What would it take? I said eighty thousand dollars a year on Twitch. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. But then I think about it. I think, okay, let's say plant sites hype. Yep. I make eighty thousand next year. Okay. Mm-hmm. The Streaming. the campaign is amazing. Okay. I don't think I quit my job, man, because it's wealth plant side dice. Yep. Well. Okay, and I transition to Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, whatever, whatever's popular, and it's like my mm-hmm. you 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 will take that hit, or maybe I start to become a variety streamer in the meantime when Plant Sides Two is still hot. Yes. But the thing is, it it's it has a shelf life, man. Um, which is why I don't want to be greedy, but you would need to make so much money that you could, because you need to get you know you need to have investments, you need to have health insurance, like things that you know a normal job provides to you. Yeah, no or, benefits. You know, career. Yep. Um your future, et cetera. Like you need to build that in. So you need to make so much more than you already making at your current job. Right. Right. Um, and then you need to make so much more that like, if it died two years from now, you could, you'd have some time to find a new job and to fall back thing. on that. Yeah. So or it's you have scary to, to think about. Or you have to really quickly diversify what you're doing to make you resist, right. to make it so that you're resistant to any individual thing you're doing, dying, um, being I'm a personality. The stats are good. Yeah. I want to I want to ask what you were curious about what the stats were, but I was I was just going to say that um, I think that the model of making your living by streaming on Twitch is kind of going away, and people are looking for 
you know, being on Twitch, being on YouTube, being on Patreon is a great place to be. People who do this, this kind of stuff and have a loyal following, you're not reliant on any platform. Um, so people just go straight to PayPal donations. You can do that too. Like there's all kinds of ways to make it. Um, and it is a way to, okay, Twitch is the small amount over here, but if I can, yeah. without doing eight, like let's say you do eight hours of Twitch and you get X amount, it's too small, mm-hmm. but you don't need to do eight hours on YouTube. But you upload a couple of videos, and maybe it takes you two hours. I don't. Again, I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not the editor, so I don't know. But you don't have to put. You're not doing eight hours here, eight hours here, eight hours here. Mm-hmm. But you do two hours here, or maybe you do six hours streaming, then two hours yeah. on YouTube. But you can get another little pocket thing over here, and then you do the Patreon, get another little pocket. Like, mm-hmm. and you can kind of combine these things to make and your time more worth other. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I do think that is the way to go. But it's something this is very interesting because it's like I do have a family, so it's like stable income is important. Yes. I wish Which I stumbled into Zoe. this before, you know, when I was just doing the bachelor thing, just to really try. Yeah. Oh yeah, doing it full time. Yeah, for like. sure, for sure. Especially yeah. when Pansai was more popular. You never know. Yeah, I mean, no. I mean let's be realistic. But, but I'm the same spot as you are. Like replacing my income on 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 content create con- content creation seems very close to impossible. Um, I work in tech. I do yeah. fine. And uh, as much as I'm not passionate about my job every day. I do do things that I like and that I'm good at and that I'm incentivized to do. So right. that's great. That's already way better than most people get I think, with, with their work. Um, and to me, like I kind of feel like you and I are almost of a similar, similar vein here where you start, you, you turn on the stream because you still wanted to be involved in planet side, but planet side was letting you down a little bit. And so you're like, well, what else can I do to make this more interesting? And you still want to do your job, get paid, but you it doesn't take all your time. And you want to use that time in a way that's useful and interesting to you. And for me, um, it was about turning my fascination with games and communities into something that actually went somewhere and that actually built on something and could create a community. Because as much as I love just playing video games, um, for me, and I, I, I'm, I'm not like, I'm never going to grind 100,000 anchor kills. I'll tell you what, I ain't that yeah, guy. No, most people aren't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Fair. yeah. But um, I think about all the all the, the kinds of amazing things that have happened and awesome experiences that have been powered by gaming as a platform. Not necessarily as the point of it, but as like the starting point. And gaming as a hobby is only going to get bigger as time goes on. It is the artistic medium of the 21st century, without a doubt. And um, streaming it and playing them is never going to be any smaller than it is today. So, like, yeah, it's I, very I, accessible. I kind of feel like we're we're at the bleeding edge of where where things are going of a new art form. I find that really exciting, and I think that no one knows what the fuck they're doing, and that's what makes these conversations really, really worth having. Yeah, absolutely, man, absolutely. Hey. Man, I had I had a point I wanted to, to to piggyback off of off of that, and that was um again I don't know why I don't have a notepad or something or not using my WordPad on my computer. It'll but, come back. It came back last um, time. <laughs> well, the other thing I wanted to say is like you know again with my extreme personality for things, it's like okay, like I need to I need to be growing my my Twitch at this rate and doing this and this is like dude. Yeah. Relax. You're not. You're. It's Planet Side too. There's. We're sharing viewers with. You know, three other good infantry players or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like really. So I was like, okay, I can give back to the community in ways. It's like, okay, 
if it kills me, finally, I'm somehow, you know, after three months, I see him on Twitch. It's like, oh, who is this guy? Oh, he's not okay. He's not so bad. He's some new guy asked him something in chat. He didn't, he wasn't toxic. He helped him out. Okay. So like, I can get back to the community and not just kill players. I can like, hey, man, this is what you should be using or these are different things you can do or, you know, um, yep. you know, just be a semi-good person and, and help people out. And I just want to interact with the community in general because I like these people. I've been around these people for eight years yeah. or five years or two yeah. years, depending on the relationship. And it's just fun when they stop by, especially the Euros. You know, I don't go plant Connor. I don't go plant Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, I met these people through Pill or Eurodome or whatnot. And it's nice when Nikki G stops by and spends three months. Like, oh, hey, man, like, how you, like mm-hmm. genuinely, like, how are you doing? You know, um, you know, I'm not, you know, fishing for, for money because I got to be realistic sometimes I do. And it's like more about the community and helping people like, dude, relax. You don't need to be extremist in this one. Let it go. You don't need to be building the, the Twitch. You know, just have fun with it. I see. For what it is. So, and so, interact so with Twitch for you is not one of those really competitive things you're doing. Like, I, I still treat it like that because mm-hmm. I, like, me, like, I have to, but I'm, I'm also like aware of like the limitations. Right. And, I don't need to sink all this time into it because I need to be realistic of, yeah. of my surrounding. Like, and cause I, it was bleeding over into like, Hey, like, well, let's go. It's like, okay. Like, well, I'm doing this. It's like, you do that this other six days of the week. It's like, yeah. okay, you're right. Okay. Let me chill out. <laughs> let me chill. I know. You know it, I'm not, br- I'm not bringing home 10 grand, you know, that that's a right. different story. And then maybe we, you know what I'm saying? Um, and so I was like, okay, let's chill out. Let's balance work, life, gaming streaming all of it. let's just balance it out and like let's just have fun with it because at the end of the day that's what i need to do mm-hmm. with with it right it's not to take it too seriously i mean i don't i also do but i have to be realistic as seriously n- enough seriously enough yeah. that's one of the, the kind of taglines i set forth for my community is we're here to have fun taking games seriously yeah, like there you go you have to take it seriously enough but not too seriously right again it goes back to my point of like you can't just invest in five thousand dollar PC and a mic and a cam and a green screen. And you're doing all these things, mm-hmm. and it's like no one's watching it, bro. I was like, and you be realistic for what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that, but that's that's not what draws people, right? Right. Oh, Apex, Apex walls bare. I know. It's been bare this whole time. This mean? is the last room that's getting updated. It's so plain. It's funny when like Shocker on the podcast, he yeah. has like the artwork, the guitars, yeah, guitar, everything, yeah, yeah, the yeah. mic, <laughs> and I'm just like. I, uh, I'm like, man, I suck, dude. I suck. I'm just here in my, wa- like, in, in my, in my warehouse, like echo. just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just funny, man. It's funny. So good shit. Good shit. I enjoy, I enjoy it though. It's been a lot of. It's been a lot more fun than I thought it would be. Just like the podcast. Cool, man. It's well, a I'm, way to connect with people. I'm super glad you came on mine. This has been a fun conversation. We've been at this way longer, and it's been awesome every minute. But uh, well, thanks, man. It's. Uh, I think that we're we're getting to a good point where maybe we can put a pin in this for the night. I'm cool with that. Excellent. Excellent. Well, um, thanks for everyone who got this far in the podcast. Those watching live, big ups. And uh, why don't we do an outro? Um, I'll start and then uh, you can let people know where to find you. Um, so for me, um, y'all know me, you see me, I'm Deeg. Uh, my thing is Basement Sides, a podcast. I talk to gamers for a long time. And we have, I hope, incredibly interesting and at times deep conversations. Uh, this will be on YouTube later, and uh, also run Spotify, and uh, I stream games from time to time. So that's me. Yeah. Uh, what about you, A Flick? Where can folks find you? What are you working on? Uh, just Twitch TV, whatever it is. A Flick, A E F L I C. Super, super easy. Same thing on YouTube, um, or just type in A Flick on YouTube, and you can find me. Um, 
have an anchor there too, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> You're going to change it to a buzz song. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'll just keep it simple and short. And then obviously my partner shocked her on the podcast. Um, then he's shocked her on Twitch. Actually, is he shocked her doles or shocked tour? Hmm. I don't know how to spell that. But you can find him on actually my YouTube, so it's the same thing. But yeah. uh, that's my that's my boy. Um, yeah, we just put out. We're starting with Plants Like Two content. I think we're going to even branch out a little bit more from Plants Like Two on Good. this next podcast. Um, and just to diversify the podcast, because if for some reason Plants Like Two dies, or in Shakter's case loses a little bit of interest, right. we can still continue on because I don't want to lose him as a partner because he's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I saw yeah. him on stream the other day. He was he was rapping on stream. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It was it was awesome. Yeah, he's a little bit of an artist, man. He yeah, plays it, music I, actually. So I did not know he's that. A good, he's a good guy. He's a crazy guy, but he's a good guy. Yeah, seems legit. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Shockter, and thanks yes. again to you, Aflick. Yes, uh, thank you. Twitch.tv slash Aflick, and uh, thanks to everyone listening. Um, I'm Deegs. It's been Basement Side Chat, and we'll uh, we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, y'all.